Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our heads in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory. And the other Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. Deserve you deserve the glory and the
You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. <laughs> you do glory. You're a faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name, you want to declare it. Your name, your name, your name is Then take my soul. 
you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. What an awesome God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Praise you, mighty Lord. Praise you, mighty God. Amen. Thank you, my brother, my sister. Amen. Glad to see uh, Brother Strada, Sister Tani, Sister Regina, the Lord's servant, Brother Strada, Brother Strada. Amen. Glad to see you, my brothers and sisters, here, right before the rapture. Huh. I mean, you're looking forward to being raptured, huh? Amen. I hear from my brother Tony, brother in Christ, my brother Tony, who who um, I saw in heaven a few days ago. Yeah, I guess he's looking forward to being raptured. Yeah. He doesn't want to miss the rapture, is it, right, brother? Yeah, right. That's the that's the goal, right? Um, that we that I have, and that we should all have. You know, it's to uh, to make it. You know, and this opportunity that the Lord has given us, and biggest opportunity really to go home and make it in this flight, you know. Yeah. Amen. I want to make it. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We're looking forward yeah. to meeting the Lord in the cloud. What a miracle. Yeah. Meeting the Lord in the air. And the Bible said, then we shall be with the Lord. Yeah. Amen. I, I receive a raptured, departured, hard parcel dream this week. And this dream was a bit different because I was standing in heaven as I, as people were arriving. Yeah. And it was so exciting. It was so exciting. I'm going to share more, amen, of it in, in, in the time to come. We, of course, we want to go into the Word because I believe God will speak to us in the Word. It's so exciting. Shalom, brother. Arlie. Amen. So exciting that the rapture is so close now, more than ever, you know, and we don't want no one to stay, my brother and sister, amen, and thank you, Lord, thank you, God. I saw some specific faces of the Lord Tower in the rapture, amen. I was a bit uh, shocked because, you know, amen, God is good, okay, and I'm trying to think of a brother that I saw. Let me see if I can, hallelujah, remember his email. Okay, I saw my brother Donald Jingle. And I'm pretty sure he's listening or he'll listen later. Donald Jingle, I saw my brother in, in heaven after the rapture. And he came to my mansion to say hello. Okay, and said that if I need a any help, he will be willing to help, okay? So, my brother and sister, it's so exciting what is about to happen. According to what I've seen, there's been so much of rapture revelation, rapture dream, hypostle dream, that this, the Lord is letting us know it's about to happen. Amen. It's so close to happen. I believe my sister Regina got disconnected. I hope she'll call back. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It, it's so close. So please, let's stay connected with the Lord. It's so important. So, so important. We stay close with the Lord. Before that last trumpet, last shofar, sound, 
because it's about to happen. It's about to sound. We're, we're so excited. We're looking forward to that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'll see how much I can share because certain things the Lord showed me. Uh, it might be some personal for a few of my brothers and sisters, but, you know, I'll share what I saw, what I heard, the conversation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. But just to let you know, this is very close. And tonight, the Bible <clears throat> confirmed this event that is about to happen. It's about to unfold. Amen. Well, let's go into the word. There are two chapters in the Bible that we're going to compare, my brother and my sister, and it is uh, Exodus 11 and 12, okay? And, and um, thank you, Lord, in Matthew 25. So um, we're going to start in Exodus 11, but Matthew 25 and Exodus 11, okay, are so um, so related, okay, because in, in, in um, Exodus 12, talks about the Passover, okay, that's how we need to get there, okay, because this Passover that we're talking, it's called the Lord Passover, I don't, I don't want to take this for granted, it's the Lord Passover, let me put it, make sure that I, I write it right here, thank you, Lord, the Lord Passover, because this is his Passover, right? His Passover, okay? I, I'm just working with the title for it tonight. So, amen. Shalom, Sister Wendy. Amen. So, the Lord Passover uh, to the Jewish people and to the church passing over, coming out of Egypt to the promised land, which the Asia represents the world, and to us the promised land is heaven, our home, our place, where we are we we are going home soon. Anyone that has gone to heaven, one of the 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 uh, experience that you will have is home. Welcome home. You feel it, it, it's, it's our home. It's our place. Amen. So it's exciting. It's exciting to be in there. Okay. So I want you to see the rapture of the passion of the Passover, starting in, in Exodus uh, uh, eleven. Because here the Lord said unto Moses, Yet I will bring one plague more upon the Pharaoh of Egypt. Okay, what does that mean? COVID-19 has to do with the rapture departure, which I was saying to someone, and I have people thinking, what does that mean, Brother Ellie? COVID-19 has to do with the rapture, has to do with the heart apostle. Okay, because here in Exodus 11, what do you read that God says? Before the Passover, there has to be one more plague. And COVID-19 is a plague. Okay? Thank you, Lord. COVID-19 is a plague. So, so the Lord said unto Moses, I will bring one more plague upon Pharaoh, upon Egypt. Okay? So it's totally related to the, this plague of COVID-19 that we know that went through all the world and no country can say it did not come to us. What do you think, Brother Tony? Yeah, it did. It went to all the world. <clears throat> you know, um, it did begin in China, you know. It began over there, but then it began to spread all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. They said there's no country that didn't get the COVID-19. So it was a plague, you know, that came upon all the world. Mm -hmm. you know, Amen. Yeah. So it's, it's 
We know that it, this, this is the way it happened. And so God said, yeah, I will bring one more play upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. But this play has to be different. Like, they, like we haven't experienced before. We, we did not experience the Spanish play because we were not alive yet. We were not here yet. And so in our time, we are experiencing a play that went all over the world, COVID-19. And God, this plague now is totally related to the rapture, the rapture, my brother and sister, that when we will see this plague, it will be the last plague. You know, there, there are worse plagues coming. But no matter what other plague comes after this plague, no one, no, none of us can forget COVID-19. doesn't matter if we get another plague next month, next week, that will kill half of the population. It doesn't matter. COVID-19, we will not forget. And so this plague is, is totally related to the rapture. And so God says to, Mo, to, to Moses, the Lord said unto Moses, yes, I will bring one more plague upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. One more plague. One more upon them. One more. Okay. So that means that's a prophetic play. COVID-19 is a prophetic play. Afterward, he will let you go hence. He will let you go. Amen. So related to our, our going home, COVID-19, our apostle, are related to us going home, the rapture, the departure, the last trumpet. The last trumpet. Thank you, Lord. So that makes sense that way. And when he should let you go, he should surely, what was that word you said? Push you, yeah. our hands together. What does that mean? The, the, is COVID-19 pushing out to seeking the law and getting ready to be going in the rapture? Yeah. It, like it. it feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. That you want to get out of here because if we had a COVID-19 that was so bad, imagine the, the, the bigger play that is coming. So you want to get out of here because this is a sign that things are going to get really bad, really, really bad. And so when God says one more plague, but the next plague is related to what, Brother Tony, that happened in Egypt? Um, Was that the? The death of the firstborn. Death. The next plague is related to death. COVID-19 we, we count the death, how many people die. But the next play is going to kill more. My brother and sister, it's going to kill more. But we will be protected. The children of Israel were protected. Yeah. You know, as a, a lot of us have been protected from COVID-19. It has not killed us in that meaning. Verse 2, speak now in the ear of the people, and let every man borrow from his neighbor, every woman from her Neighbor, jewel of silver and jewels of gold. What does that mean now? There's going to be, before the rapture, before the hard apostle, before the Passover for the church, a blessing coming from God of abundance, prosperity. I'm not a prosperity preacher. Okay, not about that. But this is coming from God. This is coming from the Lord. The Lord is going to give us grace. The Lord is going to provide to us supernaturally. That's what this prosperity coming up is about. Shalom, Sister Luna. And this is what is about to come. 
be sold her parcel, be sold her departure, that's going to be a prosperity from God. Like God did in Egypt, it has to be the same. Solomon says it's nothing new under the sun. There has to be a repetition of what happened in Egypt before the Passover. The children of Israel come out, come out of Egypt wealthy, prosper. Now, we're not going to take this prosperity to heaven. But there's going to be for us, this prosperity is going to be a confirmation of what God has promised us over the year, years. Okay? That's what that is. And we'll leave it behind. We'll go home, we'll go home to be into heaven. We'll go home to be in with the Lord. But one thing I, I, I saw in my dream was that I took whatever God is going to give us in this coming, and we're going to go ahead and give it to the poor of Israel. That's what I saw myself doing. And I dreamed the other nine. I took whatever the Lord's given me in, the, in this prosperity that is coming, and I gave it to the poor. And I knew that I was going to go home and knew that I, I gave all this to the poor. As the Lord asked, um, as the Lord says to the young rich men, right, Brother Tony? What did he say? Yeah, give all that you give if you uh, give all that you have to the poor, and you will have a treasure in heaven. Huh? Treasure in heaven, right? Because it was revealed to me and many other people that there are people who are not given to the poor that will not have in heaven what they think they want to have. But I believe this financial breakthrough that is coming, okay, and it could be this year, I'm, I'm 90 plus percent that it's going to be this year. But it's all in God's hand. God's timing is in God's hand. Um, God, I believe, is going to do this supernaturally. It's going to provide this. So people who doesn't have much, uh, what, well, riches in heaven? Yeah, treasure, yeah. Treasure in heaven is the word. Treasure in heaven We'll have a treasure in heaven for heaven in the millennium. Yeah. You'll have a nice mansion. And not even one, several mansions in the millennium. And even in heaven. Why? Why is it that? Because God wants to give it to you. Plus, if you are a giver, okay, to God you're going to be a receiver. Okay? Because God is not about just giving. He gives. But what about receiving? You, the reason why God gave his son to die on the cross was for what? So he can bring a large family unto himself. Yeah. So he can receive children back to him out of giving his son up, my brother insisted. So this prosperity that is coming is going to bring us treasures in heaven, great treasure. Yeah. Because we're going to take it knowing that the rapture is so close, and we're going to give it to the poor. We're going to give it to where the need is. Remember this. This is not for you to accumulate it in your bank account. This is to give it back, and you get the credit. You get the treasure in heaven. So it's, this, this prosperity coming out is biblical. It's there in the world before the Passover, before we leave the earth, before we go up to heaven in the rapture. So when it comes, remember these words. It is for you to have a treasure in heaven. Don't focus on the earth only. Heaven, heaven. Okay, verse 3. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. How is this going to happen? God's going to give us favor. And that's a supernatural favor that will make this to be impossible 
for us to God's people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. Uh, how do you explain this, Brother Tony, that he was very great? Yeah, it's, uh, what comes to mind is, you know, um, when God said to, you know, uh, when God said to Moses, you will be like a, you will be like a, like a God among them, right? To, uh, Amen. To Pharaoh. So it was God gave him the power, you know, to, you know, to, um, it was God that exalted his servant, you know, his servant Moses. So Moses you know, had that favor of God and, and, uh, also power, you know, from God to, says, you know, um, was very great in the land of Egypt and in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. So, you know, the people, everyone saw the power of God manifested through Moses. And mm. So that's how I see the only way that it says he became great, you know. Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. Now, verse 4 is the one that really compared to Matthew 25, 6. And now, yeah, Exodus 11, 11 there. Uh, how many of you have been seeing about 11-11? Totally related with Passover. Going back to, to going to heaven. 11-11. But then you got four. And a lot of you have seen four, four, four. Okay? All related to the midnight hour. The Lord about to come for his bride. That's what four is related to. Isn't that incredible, my brother and sister? But then sex is related to the mark of the beast, the system of the beast, the Babylonian system, the system staying behind, which I got to show you here, there, too. So all these things are happening and unfolding so quickly, and that's what people are seeing to drink and vision, my brother and sister. So again, for Moses said, Thou sayest the Lord, about the midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt, Make nine. What is that related to? That make nine. So you see that Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. Matthew 25, 6. In the make nine, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Okay? Go out to meet him. Why do you need to go out to meet him? Because it's a personal relationship. Meet him. Receive him as your Lord and Savior. Okay? Have him in your heart. Have him in your life. Very, very important. In this trip, I was standing in heaven. I was taken in the rapture. I knew I was raptured, but I could see brothers and sisters coming. I was standing in heaven like in a mountain where my home was. And when you came from earth, you came through the door, you had to walk up the mountain. But everyone walking up the mountain was the church, the bride. And they were all in their 20s, young, in a glorified body. And I'm looking at my brothers and sisters coming up, okay? And um, when I got to my mansion, um, my mansion had like three bedrooms or more from where I was standing. And I said, you know what? I want to knock down the wall and make my living room bigger. So the Lord was there, and I said to the Lord, Lord, can I go ahead and knock down this wall and make my living room bigger? And the Lord looked at me and smiled and said, he let me know that he knew, like I know you, that you would want to do that. <laughs> that thing he knows all of us, my brother and sister. I knew you would want to come to heaven and come and knock down this wall 
because that's you, that's your heart, that's what you want to do. He said, it's fine, you can go ahead and do it. He let me know. It's fine, so okay. But the way he was, he was speaking to me with a smile, it's like I knew you were going to come and do this. I knew you, okay? I know you very well. So, amen. So he gave me permission, and, and, and um, I received was it like a machine, I, if I could call it a machine. It was, it was going to help me knock down the wall somehow. And, and Brother Tony comes by. He, he just arrived from the earth. We came together, but he just arrived from the earth. He comes. I have my, my, the front of the door, my, or the side of the door of my house is open, completely open. And he comes and says, Brother Elby, um, um, can I help you? And I said, Brother Tony, can you help me to knock down the wall? He says, yeah, Brother Elby, I promise you I help you. I'm going to go and come back. I need to go. But he says to me, look, my, my mom and my father got raptured and my little brother. He says to me. And they're here. They're, they're in heaven. And But my brother who got vaccinated is not. Another confirmation on the vaccinated COVID-19. You see, it's not that I'm picking on people. Some people get offended. Every time I say, you know, people with, that's taking the COVID by, by seeing are not going to be raptured. They're going to have to stay behind, you know, and it's because the Lord has spoken to me about this. I'm not picking on people again. Now I'm in heaven, but it only comes. One of his brothers got vaccinated with the COVID-19 by sin. He told me about this. In heaven, he says, I got to go to God and put a petition on his behalf for my brother. You know, he wanted to find out from God. Like, like I said to Brother Tony, if, if, you know, you want to pray for your brother, you want to ask the Lord. If the Lord says, okay, I will save him at the end of the Great Tribulation or in the middle somewhere, I will save his life. You know, you'll see your brother again. Take his word and run with it. Whatever Jesus says. And even if you have to pray, you have to intercede for your brother. Say, Lord, please save my brother, Lord. Go before the throne of Father and intercede. And you can even ask the Lord and say, Lord, can I go ahead and pray and intercede for my brother? And the Lord will let you know. Okay? Lord, can I do this every day? Will you, will you save my brother? The Lord says, yes, take his word and run with it. Because for sure it's going to happen. Because one thing the Lord says to me, he is the intercessor. Okay? He's the intercessor. So in another word, we are supposed to be asking him about our family. You know, you know how people love for other people to pray for them. But how many of you had asked the Lord and said, Lord, please intercede before the Father for me? And, Lord, this is what I'm asking. Please intercede before the Father. How many of you say that in your prayer? Go ahead. Give me a one in the chat room if you do that. If you don't do that, give me a zero. But learn tonight to do that. Because Jesus Christ is the intercessor. Okay? And you cannot get a better intercessor than Jesus. This is what people don't get. Okay? This is what people don't get. You cannot get a better intercessor than Jesus. No man, no pastor, no leader, no brother, no sister can be a better intercessor than Jesus. Okay? 
And you can ask him at any moment, at any time. He's never too busy to listen to you. He's never too busy to pay attention to your prayer. He's never too. Okay? He's always available. 24 hours. Some of us, or most of us, or all of us, are not available 24 hours. Because how many, how many hours a day you sleep or at night? You have to have some sleep. Not the Lord. Okay? Him that watches over Israel never sleep or slumber. So he doesn't have a problem with sleeping. Not even when he was in his body on the earth, he had a problem with sleeping. What do you say, brother? Yeah. I think even the part where uh, just you, you, you read in the Word, yeah, he didn't, you know, that's that's the Lord, you know. He's, he you know, he was in the flesh, but he's also God, you know. And a lot of the things he did to the disciples, I I believe it was to, to, to test them, you know, to prove them, helping them, you know, uh, like teaching them, teaching them a lesson, you know. Um, but uh, no, he didn't. You know, at the same time, you know, said he says he would, he would be in in prayer all the time, you know, and that's for our own teaching, you know. He would he would intercede, like you said, you know, the intercessor. He would, he's he's the one that intercedes for us, and no, he, the Bible says it clearly in Psalms. Right? It says that he that keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps, so he doesn't sleep. He's, you know. So, Amen. Yeah. So, Psalm uh, one twenty one four. Mm-hmm. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither sleep, slumber nor sleep. Mm-hmm. We said it the opposite way, but it still makes sense, right? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Slumber or sleep. Amen. He doesn't slumber nor sleep. He that keepeth Israel, he that keepeth us, yeah. he that keepeth his people, his church, his elect, the selected one, neither slumber or sleep. Okay, so you can ask him and say, Lord, please intercede for me before my father. Please ask my father for this, that it will be granted to me. And he will. He's faithful. He is the faithful servant, right? Yeah. He is the faithful witness. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is, he is so faithful. Then why would you trust anybody else like him? You got to separate him. Above all, and know who he is, and learn to depend on him, because it's all about him, not about neither of us. He just reminded me this in heaven. He he has to, because we tend to forget. It's all about him. It's all about Jesus, not about us. It's not about anything else but him. It will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God help us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So, Moses said, Thou sayest the Lord about the midnight. I will go out in the midst of Egypt. Matthew 25, uh, 6. And in the midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom coming, you go out to meet him. The same Jesus yesterday, today, and forever. He's coming for us at this midnight darkness, dark. Because midnight is related to darkness, dark. Dark time that will end midnight hour. Okay? He's about to return. He's about to return for now for his bride. This is the time. This is the rapture season. Okay? The reason to be ready for him. We cannot even be ready by our own strength, own knowledge, own prayer. It is by his help 
We have to say, Lord, help me in our prayer to be rapture ready, to be holy, to be pure, to keep your word. Help me, Jesus. And if you're not doing that every day, let me tell you, it's a difficult walk for you. Because he told his disciples, without me, him, there is nothing you can do. How many people say, well, I've done all this prayer, I've done all this fasting, and they, they, they count it all. All that they've done, they sit there and they start thinking about all the fasting, all the prayer, all this, all that. And they say, and I feel so bad. Yeah. Well, if you ask the Lord for help, all that that you've done, the Lord would have taken it and multiplied it. Remember the five fish and bread? What did he do? Was it enough for the people? No. You need to understand that what you and I have today is not enough. Right now, you don't have enough money, enough food, enough of anything. But the Lord can take what you have. What do you got in your hand, Moses? Stuff. And he can use that to pardon the Red Sea. He can use what you have and multiply it and feed 5,000, 10,000, 100,000 people without a problem, millions and billions. You need to see it his way, not your way. His will, not yours. But we keep seeing things our way, and that's why we keep failing. If you don't have the vision, ask the Lord for the vision so you can see it his way. But seek to see it his way and watch what happened. Okay? The fish and the bread will be enough. And you'll be eating better off. I was studying about manna. Okay? My brother insisted. And I began to study about manna because manna was, is the bread of angel in heaven. Okay? But God decided to give this bread to the children of Israel. Okay? It says in Exodus 16:31, in the house of Israel called the name of their manna. It was like a, a courier there, see. Why? Taste it. It was like a wafer made with honey. Okay? How many of you have, have, had a pancake? How many of you have had pancake? It tasted to the people like pancake, because that's what they ate in Egypt. The sweetest, more awesome things that they ate with pancake with honey. Well, manna, when they took a bite out of this bread that looked like bread, angelic bread, it tasted like pancake with honey. Oh, that was so sweet. That is really sweet with honey. Okay? And so what the rabbi say is, from the Hebrew Bible, that manna, if they lost steak, and they didn't have no steak, when they took a bite of the manna, Shalom, Brother David, long time no see. When they took a bite of the manna and they wanted to eat steak, a delicious steak, however you like your steak. How do you like your steak, brother? <laughs> we don't eat meat, though. But, you know, however people used to love steak or love steak, when they took a bite of manna, it tasted just like that steak. Well done, well cooked. Not rare. Don't get rare meat, okay? A raw meat. Now, same thing with chicken. If you like KSC and you took a bite of manna, it just tasted like KSC. Okay? 
whatever you like, that's what that matter. Whatever you love, like, oh, I love it how my grandma does it or how my mom does this. When you, buy, when you took a buy a manna, that's exactly how it tasted. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Isn't that incredible that God will give them something that you have in heaven for the angel, specifically for the angel, so they can have all these different tastes of food that they love. Give it to the children of Israel. Okay? So think about it. So it gave, he gave them something that they can love and enjoy. Okay? But for how many years do you think they ate manna? 40 years they ate manna. How many years were they in the wilderness, Brother Tony? 40, right? 40 years. You know how many times they ate manna? Every single day of the year. 365 days of the year they ate manna. If you have food every day on your table to your taste, to your like, that is healthy, that is not going to make you sick, that is the best thing you can eat, why will you complain then? Why will you complain? If God gives you, if God put on the table for you the best food, okay, healthy for your body, to nourish your body, then why will you complain? Tell me. Why will you? That's exactly what God gave them. He gave them something, the best healthy food that they can eat in heaven. He gave it to them, manna, a miracle food. Because down here on the earth, we don't have manna. We don't, you, we don't have a food that we can eat that will have the taste of 10, 20, 30 other food. We don't have that. That is a miracle, supernatural food made by the hand of God, my brother and sister. So then if God gives you something so awesome, something so great that you never seen, you never had, and if I read to you, okay, thank you, Lord. Exodus 16.35, the children of Israel manna for 40 years. I'm not exaggerating here. Okay? Until they came into the inhabited land, they ate manna until they came unto the border of the land of Canaan. Okay? Thank you, Lord. There's a verse here. I'm looking for that verse right now. Okay? That it was a food. Thank you, Lord. It was a food that they had not eaten before. Thank you, Lord. Our Father, amen, and in the desert, as a reading, he gave them breath of heaven to eat. It was from heaven. It was not earthly. Okay? My brother and sister. It was a supernatural food that God gave them. Why would you complain? My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. I'm looking for the part where it says that that it was a food that they they had not eaten before. Thank you, Lord. But it it, had, it was like a, a wafer with honey. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. And they ate it for 40 years. Praise your Lord. And here, uh, number 16, 11, 6. But our soul dried away. There's nothing in all beside this manna before our eyes. Okay? There, was, there is nothing at all beside this manna before our eyes. But the manna contained everything they desire. So what was their complaint? When God is giving you a full meal. And here, 11, the, the, the manna was a courier sea. The color of the office, the color of Vidalium. Vidalium. Which, which, that's a special stone, no? Sounds like, I'm not, it might be, yeah. It was like a diamond. Yeah. The manna looks like a diamond. We read bread, 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 and immediately we imagine, oh, well, it's a bread like this, like that. You never heard that it was like a diamond, right? The man is like a diamond. My brother insisted. It's like a diamond. We don't have any food that is like a diamond down here. My brother insisted. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like a precious stone out of heaven. So what was their complaint when they ate full like diamonds? So the taste, whatever they love. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. But here's Deuteronomy 8.3. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knowest not. This is, this is the one I was looking for. They had completely no information about the manna. Okay? This is not like you can open a, 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 a cookbook and say, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Okay? They didn't have a book about manna. Manna, to this day, thousands of years later, rabbi people cannot explain it. Because how can someone, something that can look like a diamond, taste like the best food you ever ate? And every day you can eat it and taste like another food, and another food the next day, and another food the next day, for 40 years. The children of Israel ate better than anyone in the United States, in Europe, and around the world today. They ate better than the people in Egypt because this manna contained all that their body needed. They never got sick of eating by eating manna. They never got a cold. They never had a headache or a back pain for eating manna. It was better than anything we can eat today in the United States. The most expensive food that we can eat, manna, was better than that. LeBron James pays $5 million every year for the food he eats. Manna is better than that. Manna is better than any food. Anyone can eat on this earth. And when you get to heaven, you can go and ask God about it and go see and say, show me manna. And have a take, get a bite of it. 
think about it what you love. Think up think about the ice cream you love. And take a take a bite of manna. How do you how do you love your ice cream? What do you like to have on your ice cream? Think about that and take a bite of manna. And that's exactly what you're getting. The most delicious ice cream. Chocolate. You love chocolate? When you see manna, think about the, the chocolate, the most pure chocolate you ever ate, and take a bite of it and your taste of this chocolate. How can you complain about something so great that God has given you for 40 years that is better than all the food we have today, all the food that was in Egypt, and still complain? My brother and sister, Lord, help us. Lord, help us in our complaint and our murmuring because it won't get us anywhere. It doesn't help us in any way. My brother and sister, God gave them manna. God gave them manna. He gave them the best food, the solution to any disease or infirmity or sickness. God gave it to them, manna. Manna had it all. You had a lack of medication. What, what is it that you need of? What kind of medication you think you need today? Think about it and eat a piece of manna and you have it already. You had it all in manna. It's a full package. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God, okay? So the Lord said he's coming at the midnight hour. He went to Egypt. Notice that nothing happens. Moses keep going to Pharaoh and going to Pharaoh and going to Pharaoh, okay? But I'm going to show you here. My brother Antonio was reading this earlier. What happened when you get angry? What anger can lead you and I to do that is so dangerous, okay? Look, I'm going to go a chapter before, Exodus 10, verse 29, okay? Verse 28. Pharaoh said unto him, Get thee from me, take ye unto thyself, see, see my face no more. And for some reason, this really angered Moses. He got really angry. Okay? He got really angry at Pharaoh for saying this. How dare you, people say. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you, Pharaoh? I'm the man of God here. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But Moses said, Thou hast spoken well. I will see thy face again. No more. No more. But here there's a problem here. There is a problem. Because we can say, I'm done. I am done. That's it. I had it. That's it. I had it. No more. And God can say, well, I'm not done yet. So where did he go from there, Brother Tony? Yeah. yeah you're right. Huh? I had it. I had it. Yeah, but the Lord's not finished yet. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> still more. Anger can really get us in trouble. Please be careful with anger. Because you you can go ahead and make decisions that the Lord don't want you to make. Moses at this uh, I was telling Pharaoh at this moment, I will not see your face no more. Again, no more. But the God told Moses to say that to Pharaoh? No. No. That was out of his own accord, right? Yeah. And what happened is that in in verse eleven, what what do we get to hear? The Lord said unto Moses, Yet 
Yet, Moses. What does that mean? Yet. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> there's more than. <laughs> I know you're angry, Moses. I know you really get angry at Pharaoh and his, his people. But God was not done yet. So now Moses is angry, but he still has to face Pharaoh one more time. So the Lord says, yeah, I will bring one play upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. So what does that mean? He has to go back and tell him, right? Yeah. So that's the way. Go before Pharaoh and tell him what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. So again, God was not done yet. Okay? After a while, he will let you go. Oh, hence, and when, you shall, when he shall let you go, surely, uh, though you were hence altogether, then you will go out. That's what it means. Verse 11, uh, we read in verse 4, in the midnight that the Lord came. The Lord comes in the midnight, verse 4, okay? And all the, first, all the firstborn of the land shall die, okay? The prophet said that the day I look, Lord, comes but with darkness, okay? Three days of darkness, to be more specific, are coming, and it's going to be dead, dead. And Egypt was the dead of the firstborn, which means the stronger of the army of Pharaoh. Okay? So all the firstborn of the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn Pharaoh who sitteth upon his throne. Okay? Even unto the firstborn of the, of the main servant who is behind the mill and all the firstborn of the beast. All the way to the beast. Everyone is dying. Okay, the dog favor poppy is dying. Firstborn, right? Yeah. All the beasts. So the kid, the firstborn kid is dying. So all these animals are dying. The people are dying. The stronger, because if, if a father has five children, the firstborn was the stronger. He will be uh, usually, because I was reading somewhere, that back then they chose, they chose the firstborn from the family to be in part of the army. Because it was considered the stronger one, the stronger man. So picking the firstborn to, to Pharaoh meant that he had a stronger army. Okay? And scientifically, it made sense. Because scientists have studied this, that the firstborn is what the mother and father, the body, especially for younger you give the, the biggest strain out of your body, the, scientifically. And, and, the, and usually he becomes stronger if he becomes a part of the army. Okay, it's, it's stuff that people study, or DNA. So Pharaoh has as the firstborn, the stronger army than anybody else. But God killed the firstborn. Why didn't he kill the last born? Because by killing the first, he reduced their army to weak. He made their army weak. My brother and sister, all these generals, the firstborn was part of the army, Pharaoh, son included. By killing them, makes them weak. Okay? So, the plague, the, the, the Lord comes, he says one more plague, but the plague is killing the firstborn. So what plague is coming that's going to kill the firstborn in the United States and the world? That plague was shown to me 
that I saw starting in New York City, and people were dropping up to the, to, to the floor. Police officer, Army, Marines, Navy SEAL, they're going to drop to the floor soon, my brother and sister, which leave the nation defenseless, too. Okay? That's the significance of the firstborn. The plague, COVID-19 affected everybody. But they believe they, they have a vaccine to protect them from COVID. But the next one coming, the next one, one more, God says, one more, one more. That means I already provided other plagues. But there's still one more, he says to Moses, to tell Pharaoh. And this one is very significant because this one is killing the army, the stronger of the army. Okay? And this one is leaving the nation defenseless by killing the firstborn, killing the army. And so it's very significant. It's very significant. One more tied to the Passover. Because after this play, they celebrated the Passover in Egypt. Okay? And boom, they live. They're gone. They're gone, my brothers and sisters. Most at least them all, like Christ leads the church out. They're gone. Passover. Short celebration. Which to me also signifies the revival. Short celebration. Okay? Before the church live on earth, we have to have a revival, last rain, short celebration, pass, Passover. In Egypt, they did that, which represents the world. In the world, the church needs to have a, a, a short Passover, a short revival. Because Passover is celebration because we go into the new land. It's what we're celebrating. And Passover, the feast, the Lord's feast. Because the Lord says, this feast, We'll read on it. The children of Israel will celebrate forever. So when did this apply to you and I? When did the, the feast of Passover apply to the church? We begin it here, revival, supernatural revival, and in heaven we continue with the feast celebration. As I compare this, and I look at Matthew 25, and I'm like, oh, my Lord, it's been there all this time. We didn't see it before. What kept us from seeing this? It's all there. In, in Exodus 11, in Matthew 25, thank you, Lord. That's incredible. So the firstborn dies. That's a play coming. That's a biblical play coming. Takes out the firstborn. Verse 6, and there should be a great cry out through all the land of Egypt, such as there were never like it, no, it should be like any more. What is this? What is this? This outcry that would never like it and it should never be again. Who said this? Who said this in the New Testament? Jesus. Yeah. What was he referring to in Matthew 24 when he says this? The great tribulation that comes after. Yeah. That can never been before. Sound familiar? I can never be again. Sound familiar? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's in his word. It's in his word. My bro the church leave, and there's an outcry afterwards. 
like it never been before, like it never be anymore. Same event happens after the rapture. The great tribulation began. People are crying out because you just had a, a plague that killed firstborn, killed the stronger of the nations. And everyone is like, oh, Lord, what's going on? And the rapture happened, and it's all gone. It's all gone. It looks like people are logging into their cell phone. They have them, I guess, probably logging in here. Thank you, Lord. But that's still good. Verse 11. But again, any of the children of Israel should not a dog. Well, what are you reading that in that other Bible, Tony? Because when I compare it to this one here, yeah. it's... It, we were like, the King James said this, but the complete Jewish Bible kind of, uh, verse 7, 11, 7. Is a, <clears throat> but not even a dog's growl will be heard against any of the people of Israel, neither against people nor against animal. And that in this way, uh, you will realize that Adonai, Adonai dis distinguishes between Egyptians and Israel. So what he's referring to there? Uh... But not even a dog's growl will be heard against any of the people of Israel. But a uh, a dog's growl, so like a like a cry, like a like a. Is it referring to like because a, a dog's growl? That means when it's uh, like you're, when like when you're in pain, right? Sounds to me right. But again, any other children of Israel should not a dog move his tongue. And and again. A man obese, that ye may know how the Lord that put a difference between the Egyptian and the and the Israel. Amen. So it's a little different, right? From the, yes, it uh, does. Uh, I wanted it to make sense because it mentions a dog move his tongue, which to me is barking. Yeah. When I read it, I'm like, is it referring to no? There will not be an animal barking. Because that's what I kept thinking there. Thank you, Lord. Then verse 8, And all these thy servants shall come down unto me, bow down themselves unto me, saying, Get thee out. And all the people follow thee. And after thy will go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in a great anger. Here's the part that I mentioned before. Why, Brother Tony, we need to be careful with anger. Okay? We need to be very careful with anger. Because Moses got angry at Pharaoh and his general and said that they would not see him no more and they saw him again. And then he's, he's angry. Angry at this moment. And I don't know if Aaron could have told him and said, brother, calm down, calm down, brother. Because sometimes you, you got to tell people, calm down, calm down. Got to calm people down because he was angry. And I'm still thinking, why was Moses so angry? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we bind the strong men of Hindu spirit, rebuke or demon or principality. We bind, rebuke or demon, Lord, cover everyone with the blood of Jesus and billions and trillions. I were a angel, I can you, we go with us and we're like no principality. We bind them. We rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Cover us for your blood, Lord. Send billions and trillions where I send you, Archangel. Thank you, Jesus. Minister, O oh Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. We repent, Lord, of all false teaching, Lord, or lines, anything that is not of you. 
In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, Moses was angry. Moses was angry. Okay? And we we need to learn of, uh, of this here about Moses. Why was he so angry? Okay? And because God had told Moses, Brother Tony, that he was going to harden Pharaoh's heart. Yeah. So in another word, okay, and, and yes, there are uh, a lot of demons who don't want the program out, especially when you talk about heaven, okay, or anything. But we ask the Lord put a hedge of protection, trillions and billions of hedge of protection will fire in Jesus' name, north to south to west, up and down in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Help your people to stay in and listen, Lord. Why was Moses so angry, Brother Tony? That's, uh, it's, you know, yeah, you're right. You know, God had told him. <clears throat> you know, God had told him that he would harden uh, Pharaoh's heart. You know, so that right there tells you that he was not going to let, you know, he was not going to listen to Moses. Mm-hmm. You know, he was not going to do what Moses was telling him, which is coming from God, you know, through Moses, but... You know, it's one of those things, you know, because since, you know, sometimes the flesh gets in the way, you know, it's where we're still in this flesh and we forget, you know, certain things. Sometimes we get so into things that uh, we just forget what the Lord had told us before, you know. Amen. We completely forget, you know, and but then the Lord has to remind us again, you know, he always brings us back because he knows, well, we forget, you know, we're, we, we forget, you know, we're still in this body, you know, and. But we learn from that that, you know, yes, he made a mistake, you know, and, and getting angry. And he's, he, the Bible says great anger, so you can you can imagine how angry he was. And, you know, and that goes with what he did at the rock. You know, he hit the rock, you know, out of anger, you know, and that was disobedience to the Lord. And it lead, led, them, led him to disobedience, you know, to sin, in other words. So just, that's, uh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Amen. Those those of you can keep, that can keep us in the program in prayer, go ahead and be in prayer as we're speaking. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of programs are being attacked, and that's what I hear people complaining, that the attacks are increasing. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. This is important that we pray and pray. Because now that every, we're so close to be going home, everything is increasing upon the earth. But uh, the Lord says that we have to forgive people. And forgiving people will close the door on the attack. Lord Jesus, Lord, I'm willing to forgive anyone that have offended me in Jesus' name. Please forgive me, Lord. Heal me for unforgiveness. Heal anyone listening for unforgiveness in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I confess any unforgiveness in your Lord. And when you practice that through prayer, hallelujah, then it's much easier. Uh, someone says that most of them deal with a lot of idolaters. Well, that's difficult too, yeah. Do they not anger him? Yeah, because, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, that's what he dealt with, right? Whenever he came down from the mountain, mm-hmm. he saw the people, you know, Idolatry, so he got angry. That mm-hmm. that's I understand in a way because you know when you see you know your your people you know 
worshiping other gods, that's like, you know, I can understand. Mainly to the yeah, all of them. I think it's all of them. A lot of them. Yeah. Difficult, very difficult for him. Yeah. So, but the Bible's there registered that he was angry. Yeah. He went out of Pharaoh in great anger. The the question is there that he not gave a good testimony. The Bible says to get angry, but not to sin. Not to sin. Yeah. But when Pharaoh saw Moses so angry, kind of that, what happened with the testimony then? Mm-hmm. Because it, it, see, we have to apply it to our lives. If we if we get so angry, doesn't affect our testimony. It does, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. He was angry. The man was angry that day. Okay, so then the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh shall not hearken to you. Mm-hmm. Now, after I read that Moses was so angry, and then God said that Pharaoh will not hearken to you, what was God doing here? Letting him know, Moses, calm down. Yeah. Okay? This is not something that you have control of it. Okay? Because Pharaoh's not going to listen to you. Did that mean that he was looking forward to for Pharaoh to do what he said? Yeah. Or he felt that Pharaoh was not listening to him. And that really made him angry. Like he already had enough. I gone to this man so many times. He's not listening. That means he, he was kind of expecting for Pharaoh to, to do what he said. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. it. sounds like it. He was expecting Pharaoh to obey what he was saying. But that was not the plan of God. Mm-hmm. That was not the plan of God. Because God said he was going to show his mighty hand, mm-hmm. his mighty work. So it could not be in the way Moses wanted it at this moment. Moses is angry. He's seeing no result for him speaking to Pharaoh. Nothing is happening. The man is so hard like a stone. So Moses was looking to see in a change. Don't we feel the same? We get angry because we see no change. But God's plan is not for us to see any change yet. Because he has a plan. And all this God has a plan. It's that we are impatient. Because we want things to change when we want it. But what about God's plan? If, if Moses could get Pharaoh to listen and do as he says, wouldn't that not work out as God's plan? But since God is in control... His plan will stand, not ours. Because he's in control. He knows when things should change. When is the right things, time for things to change. But we want it now. Yeah. We want things to happen now. And that also is dangerous, Brother Tony. Yeah, that when we want things to happen when we want it, not when God says it's dangerous. Because when God does it, he gets the glory. But when we do it, we might say, oh, see, I made him change. God doesn't get the glory when you 
get something accomplished with your own power, no? Thank you, Lord. God, I believe God is speaking to us through this. Because I wasn't looking for this, like I said earlier. I came across of it, and I'm like, what was Moses trying to accomplish here? His will? Verse 10, Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, okay? And the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. So, this, the, the Aaron felt, felt the same? Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh. I believe that Aaron staying quiet, he felt like Moses. Remember, they were brothers. Yeah. He felt like... <laughs> We work and work, and we have not accomplished anything. Yeah. <laughs> kick the bucket, Moses. I'll kick it, too. <laughs> but, you know, because they were brothers, and they're yeah. working together on this, yeah. and they're seeing no no, no result yet. Yeah. So <laughs> Moses is angry, but Aaron is not saying anything. Was he angry, too? Or that he, like, like someone said, I feel the same way, brother. Yeah. Doesn't say he felt the same, but you know, it was his brother, so I, I would guess. You know. Well, he made no comments. Yeah. To either or. Like, if you know to do good, and don't do it, what the Bible says? It's a sin. Yeah. So for Aaron not to say anything in regard to brother, we need to wait under the Lord at this. Then he was also angry then. He just kept it to himself, like people say. I kept it to myself. But it's still the same. I, I guess Moses was more open than him. I also learned that Aaron was older than, than Moses. Okay. By three years. Yeah. So he kept it to himself. Aaron kept it to himself. Aaron was that type of people who gets really angry, but keeps it to himself. And that is the worst anger. You know that? Because if you say to a person, look, I'm angry today, and you express yourself, and you let that heat come out of you, Aaron was that type of person, like the person said, that would do worse because he's he's keeping all that and it's boiling up inside and and boiling inside, and he's going to explode. And that's exactly what we see in Exodus 32 with Aaron. He exploded. Aaron exploded. Okay? I'm going to show you that he did. Aaron exploded. He kept all that anger boiling inside. Okay? Which is not good. Okay? And when the, when the, the people of Israel came to Aaron... People gathered and said unto Aaron and said unto him, All right, and make us a God that should go before us. All right, let's do this. He was tired of it. He kept that anger inside for so long that instead of saying, wait, 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 wait a minute. If he would have let all that anger out before, when they would come to him and say, Make the God that brought us out of Egypt, the cow, Aaron would have said, Wait a minute, because he wouldn't have all that boiling inside. But having all that Anger inside of his heart, his life. When they come to him, I had enough too. Let's do this. And what ended up happening? 
he goes and makes the call for them because he had all that boiling inside of him. He did not talk about it. He, he did not open himself to let all that anger come out of him. Then he ended up making the worst decision than Moses in yeah. making the carbon. When Moses comes down, when Moses comes down from the, from the hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. This, here, down here, thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. The first one he goes to is Aaron. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, down here, praise the Lord. See, verse 21. Moses said unto Aaron, What's this, this people unto thee? All that boiling anger inside of Aaron led him to make the biggest mistake of his ministry, of his life as a servant of God. It must have said unto them, what did these people done unto thee? What have thou brought so great sin upon them? Oh, who brought the sin upon them? The one that had all that boiling anger inside of him brought all that sin upon him. Huh? This is starting to make sense tonight. Is this starting to make sense? The one that kept all that anger inside. Now Moses, Moses spoke about it. Moses let Pharaoh and anybody know he was angry. I'm angry today. He let them know how he felt. He opened him out. He let them know. And everyone knew Moses is angry today. He's not having it. He, he had enough. He's up to his neck or to his head. Moses had it. He's, he's expressing himself. Moses was expressing himself. Everyone knew that Moses was angry. But here's the problem. What about his brother Aaron? Is he expressing himself? Or he's keeping all that boiling inside of him? That's what he was doing. Aaron was keeping all that anger inside of him. Instead of letting people know I'm angry, this Sarah is not listening to us. Okay? I had enough. I'm tired. We're tired. We hardly have any sleep. We keep going back and forward to this man. He's not listening to us. You know, and expressing how you feel will release all that anger out of your heart, out of your chest. It's important that you express how you feel. Aaron kept that inside. Confess your sin to one another, that ye, that ye may be healed, says James. Confess your sin one another, that ye may be healed. Why do we need healing when we confess our sin to one another? When you say, I'm angry today, I'm so angry today. And I can say, Brother Tony's angry today. He's angry. You're not sinning because the Bible is telling you that get angry, but don't sin. It's okay for you to let someone know how you feel, but don't smack them. Don't punch them. Let them know how you feel. And that was Moses. But Aaron 
his brother was not this way. He kept that inside quietly. Okay? My brother and sisters, praise the Lord. I'm going to have to block that. Come in there. Thank you, Lord. It's important. It's important you express yourself. And when I mean express yourself, eh, say how you, you feel to hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Because you don't want to end up hurting someone else. And Aaron, my brother and sister, Moses said unto Aaron, Why did these people, what are these people unto you? Why have thou brought this great sin upon them? Hallelujah. Why have you brought this upon them? This is the quiet man. This is the man that had all this boiling stuff inside, hurting all these people now. Because he, he could not express himself. We need to be careful. Thank you. God help us. God help us. Because what comes out of it, it can be worse. Amen. All right. We're talking about the Passover, the rapture of the church. Related to the Passover, Exodus 12, the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of the month, and it shall be the first month of the year to you. The calendar of God here is being established by the Lord in, in, upon the children of Israel. Remember that until this point there in Egypt, they're following the calendar of Egypt. But now God is establishing upon them a new calendar. Okay? And Passover, the celebration of Passover, becomes the first day, the first month of the year. The first month of the year is right when they celebrate Passover. My brother and sister, isn't that incredible? That God established his calendar here to lead in the children of Israel. And speak out to all the congregation. And the calendar, let me not uh, go ahead, speaks of a new beginning. Because if, if ye are in Christ, what the Paul says? New creation. You are new creation, new creature yeah. in the Lord. You begin again. That's a calendar that God is setting upon your life and my life when we receive Christ. When you receive Christ, the day you receive Christ begins the first month of God's calendar on your life. You know that? Do you know that? That when you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you confess the Lord as your Lord and Savior, begins the first month of the year of the calendar of God for your life? From that very moment, you are a new creature. No more do you celebrate your birthday like on the earth before. Now you have a new birthday calendar in the Lord. So how old are you now? How old are you now? Because you're in God's calendar now. That begins when you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's your real birthday. And that's the birth that you're going to celebrate in heaven. When you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. Bible and sister. Because that's what's the first month of the new year in your life of God. So not incredible. Do you know that? That's all you're going to follow. So when you say, how old are you? Okay, let me see when I receive the Lord as my Lord and Savior. See? 
It's not when you earthly were born. It's when you receive the Lord. Because I remember when I was taking in my glorified body to the millennium one time. And when I look back to my life, I can only remember from the day I started serving the Lord. From the day I received the Lord as my Lord and Savior. Not from when I was born earthly. No, it was from the day I received the Lord into my life, into my heart, that it started. That's all I can remember from there, not before. That's, and I noticed everyone that was there, brothers and sisters, in the glorified body, that's all they can remember too. You're not going to remember from before. You're only going to remember from the Lord. You see the Lord into your life. Thank you, Lord. And I thought it was awesome. And that's the way it is because that's what happened to the children of Israel in Egypt. The, the 430 years they spent in Egypt doesn't count. It begins right when they receive the Lord. Then they make, date the Passover. That was the first month in God's calendar. And it's here in Exodus 12. The first month should be unto you, the beginning of the month. should be the first month of the year to you. See? God establishing. Amen. Man will say, oh, no. Well, no, it's God. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Sister says she's five years old. There you go. Yeah. And that's exactly what the year will be in heaven. You go to heaven. Little children, I write unto you, said the Apostle John. Little children, I write unto you. Verse 3. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth day of the month, then they, uh, they shall take for themselves every man a lamb, according to the house of their father, and a lamb for the house. What is God doing here? This helps us understand what Christ did on the cross. Okay? But not only that, my brother and sister, the lamb... Represent each of the family. Christ represents each of us in the Lord. The sacrifice he did is personalized to each and one of us on the cross. Each of us are part of the family of God. Because the sacrifice of the lamb, a lamb has to be a year or less. I believe we have to choose. And Jesus is the lamb of God that takes the sin of the world. So the lamb is representing Christ. A lamb it's easy to maneuver, it's easy to carry, it's easy to take it, you know. But it's representing what Christ will do for each and one of us. Verse 4. The household be too little, the lamb lay him and his neighbor and unto his house to take of it according to the number of the soul. Every man according to the eating that shall make count unto the lamb. Souls, not people. The word chosen in the translation here is not people, it's soul. Because the only thing that gets saved out of you and I is our soul. Our body is going to be no more. Notice how God established things in the translation from the Jewish Bible here to English. And the translation is not body or person or spirit. The translation, the close word to the, to the number 10, perfect in the translation, is soul. Why did God have Moses say so? What did God say in his soul? Because our soul is what's going home to heaven in the rapture, the pressure to being with God, not our body. Our body, we're getting a new body. Our soul will go home, and a second we're in a glorified body. As I was standing in heaven this week, 
and looking as my brothers and sisters are coming. Each and one of you are coming in your glorified body. 2025, no more I can see. Okay? Everybody's under 20, young, handsome, beautiful, full of energy, full of life. You can move like the angels. Everybody heading to the mansion. For some reason, once you come into your glorified body, I notice in heaven, people knew where, the, where their mansion was. And they were heading straight there to the mansion. And my brother and sister, I tell you, each and one of you look very happy. Praise the Lord, brother, obviously, as you went by my mansion. Everybody very joyful. I saw my brother Ben again, Benjamin Flores. He looked no more than 20. And he was moving like a young man. My brother Ben is at what, 67 now, 68? Around there. But in heaven, he's a young man again. Young, full of life, full of God. Very, very happy. He comes to my mansion and says, Brother Obi, I told Brother Ben, Brother Ben, I want to spend my living room. And he says, I'll help you, Brother Obi. I'm here. I'll help you. You know, and he's, he knows he's not going to give back pain anymore. You know, and he's very excited to, to help me out. And I'm like, it's my Brother Ben. When, when other brothers and sisters were coming to help me, I said, well, I got my brother Tony and brother Ben that's going to help me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I was counting with them, but I already had asked him anyway. Brother Tony said he will come back and help me. So I, I told brother Ben, brother Tony's coming back. So, but we were having a heavenly time in heaven. Awesome time. And we, 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 we knew each other. We can talk about the Lord. We can talk about the things of God. And, and oh, my Lord, my God. And I knew that day is close in the spirit, very close. Like, again, we cannot even imagine how close a rapture is. My brother and sister, and standing in heaven and looking at all this and experiencing all this, the Lord has given me the sense of time. It's a sense of time he's given me. And I tell you, it's close. He has said many times that it's closer than what we think. Closer. And I really felt that very strong in heaven. That we were closer than what we think. Please don't stay behind for anyone or anything, any material stuff or anything. Please don't stay behind. Choose Jesus over everything. Choose the Lord over even your over, over your own choice. Choose Jesus over your own will, even over your family, friends, money, fame, property. Choose Jesus, please. Choose the Lord. Okay. Because soon as after the church is gone. It's going to get really ugly down here, like you cannot even imagine. Nuclear weapon will be going off everywhere, especially in the United States. Nations are going to launch so much nuclear weapon here that I was standing last week 
looking at it. And I could not believe they can launch so many. Russia from the north, China from the south, and then NATO nations and other nations like Iran launching weapons from other sides. It was like you could not escape or breathe without a weapon going off anywhere. Boom, 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 boom from every side. They wanted to make sure this nation cannot get up again and be again. And I'm standing there and I said, why is our nation so defenseless, I was saying. Come on, fight back, fight back. But they did it so surprisingly, unexpectedly, that the nation could not fight back. And I was, I was, I guess the Lord had to take me out because I was getting hurt. I was like, no, no, this, this is not us. This is not this nation. We cannot be taking all this hate this way. Because once one nuclear weapon going after in a city, in a state, it takes so much home and people together. But one thing that we can never forget, that we do forget all the time, that we say, oh, so many people are going to die. I tell you now, that once the great tribulation begins, no one is going to die. Because I saw a man, I remember, one time. He had breathed into his body nuclear radiation. And all that had burned all the inside of his body to the pain of wanting to die every second. Because there was so much radiation all over the country. And destroying, every home practically was destroyed. There were no buildings standing at all. And people, all they do is breathe all that radiation into the body. It's in the water. It's in the lake. It's in the rivers. It's everywhere. It's in the air, heavy radiation of so many nuclear weapons. And this man was breathing this years after it happens, and he just wanted to die. Every second he wanted to die. He'd been breathing this for over two, three years, and every second he wanted to die. He could not eat normal food anymore because the radiation had gotten into his body, meat, and inside the meat, inside his body, inside his vein, his tendons, his bone, and it was causing him so much pain that when you see a grown man crying like a baby, it's hard to stand it. But this is how it was. Every second of the hour, he said, oh, it hurt, it hurt, it hurt, it hurt. And he kept crying. He kept saying, it hurt, it hurt so much. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. And that's how I saw people around the same as him. People drop on the floor crying of the pain. The radiation is all over the body, and it's just painful, and food or nothing. There's no food available anyway. I, I, I saw people that had around two years without eating a piece of food, a piece of bread or something. But they can die. They can. It's in the book of Revelation. They were sick dead, but they were eluding. They want to die. They want to die, but they cannot die. They cannot die. They send the word of God. Please read your Bible. 
This is why being ready for the Lord now is more important than anything. Because what is to come is so painful. Every second of the day, whoever ends up staying behind will want to die. Because there's nowhere you can hide from this, especially in the United States. The hate that the nation has for this country is beyond anyone understanding. People cannot understand the hate. And they just want to wipe it out of the map. And they'll launch everything they have. And they'll hit the soil here. Oh, God, have mercy. But the pain that comes afterward, God's mercy, I believe in all this is God's mercy, because then people have seven years to repent on the pain, on the hunger, on the suffering, no sleep, no sleep. The beast, the Nephilim, when they get released, they're not going to let people sleep. They're tormented they live in daylight, and they won't let them sleep. And you'll see people years without sleeping. Can you imagine your eyes, how they look in your face, when you go two, three, four years without sleeping? Black. Your body don't recover that easy. That's life. That's right after the rapture that is about to happen. Now, anyone wants to stay for that? Does anyone want to stay for that? Do not stay. Please don't stay. I was, I was happy this week because I saw many brothers and sisters coming into heaven in the rapture. And, that, and then their family, like Brother Tony's family, mother and father coming in. That, to me, when Brother Tony came to my mansion and said, Brother, my mom and my father came in the rapture. I can see the joy in his face. But I also was rejoicing because, hey, that is what it's all about, people coming to heaven, people being saved. So please pray for your family, members. Don't stop. Every day, Lord, please save them. Please save them, Lord. You died for them on the cross, Jesus. Please save them. Please answer my petition, Lord. Incline to my petition and answer them, please, oh, Lord, in your name. Remember, everything you ask in Jesus' name, okay, and it will be given unto you. Whatever you ask in my name, Jesus said, we'll give it unto you. Always tell the Lord that he's a Savior. He's the intercessor. So ask him to intercede for your family. Amen. So this, this says that the virgin, okay, they, hallelujah, went after came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Wow. This is one of the first prayer in the Bible, one of them, that I read that it was not answered. This prayer here was not answered to these people. Okay? That's what's coming in the great tribulation that people don't notice. These prayers are not going to be answered. Now, I want to say this. To those that are staying behind, because Father spoke this to me, that if you seek God, if you end up staying behind, if you seek God and you commit yourself to him, he will protect you, Father says. But you're going to have to commit yourself to him, okay, with all of your heart. You need to be sincere, okay, whoever ends up staying behind, okay, but the virgin also came, the other foolish virgin, who did not have enough oil on the lamp. 
and say, Lord, Lord, open to us. Please, Lord, open the door. Please let us go home in the rapture after the, the last trumpet, because the trumpet shows sound. That's our commandment. The trumpet sound, and they come. What happened? Did, did the, the five foolish virgins did not believe in the last trumpet sound? Uh, it says they all got up, but they just didn't have enough oil. The, the five it says the five of them did, and the other one didn't. It says the 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 there was a the the cry right of the midnight that the bride was coming, and they all rose up and and uh, said the foolish asked the wise, give us some of your oil. So they all all of them got up, but they just didn't have the oil. So, uh, so they were waiting and prepared. That's how I see it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's wow. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But this prayer, then, it's a fair prayer. Lord, open to us. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like, I mean, you know, that, that's sincere, right? Like, they're really, like you say, you know, you got to be sincere and they're repenting, you know. And like in the tribulation, you man, you have to be sincere. It's like. Now, when the Lord answered here, was that that he'd answer her prayer petition? I know you're not. Uh, or what he said back to them is not what they expected? What is this? That, uh, yeah, he does reply to them, I know you're not. So that means there would be like, hip, like hypocrisy? I mean, yeah. I mean, they were not being sincere with the Lord, you know, in the, in the first place. They were not even being sincere is what I see. That's how I see it because he says, I know you're not. So it's like. I think that knowing his personal relationship, they were yeah. not spending enough time for him. Yeah. So that's how you get to know the Lord, the spending time with him. Yeah. And then the Lord, I believe it's a verse that said, for knowing the Lord, mm-hmm. knowing the Lord or not the Lord. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, I know, I, barely I say unto you, I know you, no, nah, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. That means they didn't spend time enough with the Lord to know. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Or they were not of God then. It could be both, you know. It could be that too. Uh, were, that, were they fallen Nephilims? That all they have? Fallen angels? Because God doesn't spend time with angels, fallen angels. He only spends time with human. Right. Yeah. yeah. So does it say that there is a church of fallen angels? Also that I expect to go home in a rapture, but God doesn't know them as a church. God knows everyone, that everyone exists. Yeah. But knowing them as a personal relationship, he doesn't know them that way. They're not going back to heaven like they want to. Because yeah, I'm sure they, they, some of them repent, you know, like, like they say, Lord, you know, forgive us. But the Lord has already decreed their judgment, you know, to the, like you said, the fallen angels. You know, even if they repent, they the Lord has already said that no, that they can't be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Right? It sounds like it. It sounds to me like these are fallen angels. 
because he, he didn't have a communion with them. Although they, they, they heard that the Lord was coming, they, they, prepared, they got up to trim the lamb, but at the same time, they're not known by the Lord. There's no relationship with the Lord with them. But all this time we're thinking that they're, they're part of the body of Christ. But then the Lord explained it and said, because Jesus, Jesus revealed to us the truth. Yeah. He's revealing to us that he didn't know these people. He didn't know them, okay, yeah. in order for them to be going back to heaven. So they were not part of his church, okay? If they didn't know them, they were not part of his church. So I believe the revelation here goes deeper in regard to God knowing them, that they're not part of his church, so know that they're fallen. There's something here. It might be that we're going to be dealing with fallen angels. I know we are, in a sense. Yeah. Dealing with fallen angel, but it will mean that more will get into the churches, more will get into the body of Christ, um, and they try to see people say, "I'm a, I'm a bride, I'm a, I'm your sister, I'm your brother. You gotta receive me," and boom, 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 and try to confuse the people. Because I had a dream this week, I shared with Brother Tony, and the Lord took me back to high school years, I dated a couple of girls that, all of a sudden, they came, I met them, and we went out. But it was strange to me. And the Lord took me back to show me the same situation when I met them, and both of them were fallen angels. And what I saw is that the Lord showed me that they were spirits in order to say, in the darkness, in the neighborhood, in the street, they turned into this beautiful girl that wanted to go out with me. And in the revelation the Lord showing me this this week, I immediately realized that the devil sent them to try to deceive me into falling with them. That they were not real human, the Lord showed me. And to me, it was very shocking because I didn't know that the devil was able to do these things. But the Lord showed me he does. He does. He is able to. We don't give the devil credit in the things that he's able to do in, our, in that regard. Because we say, oh, he doesn't get any credit. But he's able to do things, even to us, that if, we, if the Lord don't reveal them to us, he can deceive us. Because the Bible said that if those days will not be shortened, even the elect will be deceived. What kind of plan that the devil has in his agenda that he's trying to deceive the elect in the last days? And why is God showing this to us now that the devil is able to, the devil is able to do this? See? And it is because he's doing so. He's making young Handsome men appear to single Christian girls. He's making young girls appear to young men. Okay? Amen. Thank you, Brother David. Fallen angel can take shape to look like human. And that's what they did. And guess what? When I touched their hand, when I held a girl's hand, it was human. It was like human to me. In the physical. But then the Lord showed it to me 
in the physical and allowing me to see in the spiritual how it came from being a spirit into being a human, changing into a human in the physical, and talking with me in like what? How is this possible? You know, it's like you know? And I'm like, Wow, thank you, Lord. Because the Lord spoke to me years ago that He's not been able to deliver me for the plan of the enemy. He told me this in heaven. Many many times he said. Okay? So I didn't end up in a hotel with him or anything like that. That's what they wanted me to do. But the Lord delivered me from the plan. And I ended I did not end up doing that, but I dated them. And not ended in a hotel with them, but dated them. And the plan was to for me to end up in a hotel with them, but God somehow destroyed the devil's plan because he had a plan with my life. And how many of us here listening have gone through similar situation that the devil have had a plan to make you fall, but God had a plan to keep you because he told us he will keep us. He will deliver us. He will be with us. And he has. He has. He has been faithful. And this is why now we need to acknowledge the Lord in all our ways. Because the Bible says, acknowledge the Lord in all thy way. Look it up, Tony. Acknowledge the Lord is in Proverbs. I believe even in Psalm. Acknowledge the Lord in all that way. In other words, don't take for granted God's protection over your life. Don't take it for granted. That's God delivering you and I from the plan of the enemy to try to make us fall. Okay? My brother, that's the plan. These are fallen angels, fallen demons. Try to make us fall. And they take the shape of human. And and the shape that they take that I notice is as the person that you like or that you want to go out with. Go ahead. You found the word on it? Yeah. It says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. There you go. Yeah. You notice that. If we stay where God wants us to stay, obedient to him, he will lead us always. But if we go out and disobedient, what happened, Brother Tony? It gives the devil a chance. Yeah, like an open door. To attack us, to, to come against us one way or another. Even in the Lord, if we get sick, somehow God will heal us. Healing comes. But when it happens in disobedience, it never comes. You know, we really have to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, help me. So it's very important that we, my brother and sister, understand what we are in the land that we're in. Like God told the children of Israel that they were surrendered by the enemy. And why did God have them go through all these nations who wanted to destroy Israel? who wanted to kill Israel. One, God was protecting them, but they have to follow God's leading. We have to follow God's leading in our lives. Pray. 
fast. Seek the Lord. Okay, there's more than one verse in that, Brother Tony, about acknowledging the Lord, letting the Lord lead you. Okay, that's a great verse right there. I love that verse. I'm telling you, because we need it. We need to be led by the Lord, guided by the Lord, because the world is getting darker every day, Brother Tony. It's getting darker every day. And God wants to keep us protected and deliver us from the plan of the enemy. Okay? Very, very important. I don't know how many of you heard Sister Barbara. I'm going to play it after Brother Tony reads uh, yeah. that other verse. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, this one's in the uh, Deuteronomy 31a. It says, The Lord will lead you. He himself is with you. He will not fail you or leave you. Don't worry. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That's a powerful one there, brother. Yeah. See, that's what we needed to understand. That the Lord is leading us. It's with us. Yeah. Guiding us. And whatever plan of the enemy is, he's going to deliver us from that plan. Mm -hmm. He's going to protect us from that plan. But we must stay and obedient with the Lord. Yeah. Understanding that obedience to God is better than sacrifice. Please stay in obedience. Seek to be in obedience every day and ask the Lord Jesus for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Ask him for help as humility. Thinking that you can do it on your own and try and try it on your own. You're going to keep failing and you're going to get angry at God because you're not asking for help. Ask him for help to teach you to reveal to you a more. I just heard the Lord say, yes, please ask the Lord. Depend on the Lord. We need to depend on him because he is our helper. Down here, like up there, no one knows everything better than Jesus. He knows all the plan of our enemies. He knows what they can do to us. But he's greater than our enemy. He's a mighty, mighty soldier. He had never lost a battle. And he's not going to lose one. He's going to destroy every single plan of the enemy. He's with us, and he is for us. Continue to seek the Lord. You want to say anything, brother, before we play the audio? Yeah. Uh, no, that's true. That's exactly That's what I was feeling. It's... Uh... It's uh, you know he is with us and uh, you know I was I was searching this up and, and the Bible says uh, you know uh, they have uh, uh, found out that it says in the Bible 365 times uh, don't be afraid. Amen. You know and that's representing that every day we shouldn't be afraid. You know of um, that that means that our trust needs to be completely in the Lord. You know, because sometimes we uh, we tend to, you know, the flesh, we tend to get, it tends, you know, things get in the way, but no, it's the Lord's in control, you know. It's why the Bible says all throughout, says trust in the Lord. It says a lot in the Bible, you know. You read that, you re read that in every, like every book of the Bible, and it's, you find that, and it says trust, trust in the Lord, you Amen. know. And trust is depending, you know, depending on Him. You know, we depend on Him for everything, you know. Just like, a, just like a child does with his father, you know, he depends on, 
you know, on, on his father for everything because he can't do nothing on his own. Amen. You know? Thank you, Lord. And it's the same way. That, that's the Lord with us, you know. Um, Thank you, Jesus. And we have Thank to. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, um, Amen. Keep that in mind, you know. Well, I, I went back into Sister Barbara archives, and I and I follow a sequence of prophecies in 2000 and I believe 2001 or 2002, all the way to 24. And it's a sequence of prophecy where the Lord is telling Sister Barbara and Brother Dan that the rapture is about to happen. And I put the prophecy together, one right, one right after another by the date. I hope they're all correct. And I, you got to hear each prophecy the Lord gave to Sister Barbara and Brother Dan. Thank you, Lord, all the way to 2024 in regard to his coming, that it definitely is so close. The Lord is about to raise his bride. There's, there's not going to be, as Father said, no more delay. This is it. This is it. Prepare to be enraptured, my brother and my sister. Thank you, Lord, because that is the promise of God to his children that we will be going home at the last trumpet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let me see. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Um, if I was able to outload it, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glad you to go down. Glad to be here again on God's Healer 7. We're having technical difficulties, the sound and everything else. Um, the little gerbil inside this laptop is getting tired. Okay, okay so I, anyway, I got Sister Barbara here. Um, hey, guys, I love you guys. Barbara has the prophecy. It's um, a recurring theme. Um, I have the scripture. Um, we're going to be in the book of Revelation, but before we go there, um, just a little sidelight. is very interesting. So when you hear this prophecy, and Barbara, you could comment on this. So you don't have to. You just could, you know, read it. But I found it, and this is just my spirit. Uh, I mean, we keep on talking about, and we keep on getting prophecies about an earthquake. Okay. To me, that's the I got the Holy Spirit from yep. head to foot, and we have about five prophecies we on got, earthquake. Yes, and we got sudden destruction. Is that the earthquake? I don't know. Yes, but cataclysmic event. Yep. Sudden and, destruction. Yes. Could be. We have the wide coast. We have the east coast. Um, my impression, and I'm just just me. Uh, and it's my spirit. And yes, I, my spirit is bearing witness. I got the goosebumps. That um, this is not going to be an uh, like. There's going to be an earthquake in um, California. This is going to be a, a worldwide event. There's going to be multiple earthquakes. And and my prophecy talked about. Um, his roar that's going to shake the heavens and the earth. So I think you're going to see the earth shake on its axis, and it's going to cause all, as quote-unquote, hell to break loose. Yes, I have a prophecy that says that the earth will shake to and fro. I know you do. So I'm just giving you a little uh, sidelight of what's, what's going on, because we keep on getting earthquake, 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 and... Um, Something is coming. Uh, how soon? Um, only it's God's time. We don't know that. 
So but I didn't get a time frame on it. We never get a time frame on it? No, I just heard it over and over uh, for two days straight, and I couldn't even sleep. I heard it over and over and over. Okay, now we have two scriptures on this one, and yes. I'm going to read the first one. Um, for whatever reason, that's how uh, he wanted this to go. So yes, excuse yes. me for uh, a when second. When I read the scripture, the Lord actually brought me to the one you're going to read, and then he brought me to the one I'm going to read. Excuse me, I get a drink here. Okay, so anyway, I'm in Revelation 6, chapter 12, and we're talking about the sixth seal. And beheld, when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. So there's mine. Now, I think you're in Titus, right? Yes, I'm in okay. Titus. Uh, let's see, again, as we wait the blessed hope and glorious appearance of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself, oh, here, get this, the Holy Spirit, and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. Here we go. Okay. So, again, um, things are, are moving, things are happening. Um, we have to be prepared. Um, Barbara is going to read the prophecy now, coming up. And, um, you know, I don't know how many times he has to warn us, but he sure has warned us enough. that there I know. Is, uh, you just let me know when you're ready. But Okay, I'm finding it right now. I'm almost okay. at it. Okay, but... Uh, I, I can't even imagine when you when you um, when I was reading yours about the um, when I mine the Revelation six twelve um, the sun became black as cloth of hair and the moon became as blood. I mean, what would cause the sun to become black as sackcloth of hair and the moon? Okay, to be- well, he's going to tell you. Right. Okay, I'm going to let you. T- you ready? Oh, look it! I got the Holy Spirit everywhere. Okay, you're up. All right, now, I heard this over and over for how many days now? The first uh, the first two, uh, I want to say, first two uh, comments in it. Can you see the danger? Can you see the danger? The earth is quaking, and it will continue to do so until you recognize the truth. I am. A massive earthquake, unlike any other, is coming. Have you prepared? Your enemies will take full advantage of this cataclysmic disaster and the chaos following it. Okay, now this is the scary part here. Yeah, it is. Okay, new weapons of destruction will be used to compound the damage. The land will be desolate and the land will be desolate, uninhabitable. Many will be forced underground to escape the fallout, that word, fallout. The rich men have already prepared for this. 
the poor man, like us, said to say, the poor man will succumb. Call on me now. Pray for discernment, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I will shorten the days. Remember, I am with you. Fear not. Well, how about that? It sounds like while all this chaos is going to go on, there's going to be um, countries that are going to take advantage of it, and they're going to try to move in. Yep, that's what it says. That's what it sounds like, which is instead of working together. I'm going to say, uh, you guys, now on my Facebook page, I did put uh, nuclear winter up there and nuclear fallout. So if if you're not on those pages, just uh, Google it and see what that is. All right, I'm going to let you do your day of vengeance, um, your prayer of Jabez, and um, and anybody we want to pray for, and um, so I can be able to upload this before I yes, get yes. sick okay, again. Okay, so um, um, on um, September 24th, 2022, uh, the Lord called me, and he uh, told me to uh, proclaim the day of vengeance of our Lord is at hand. And pretty much that is like, um, I'm going to say the scripture to me, uh, Joel 2.28, if you read that. So I'm proclaiming again the day of vengeance of the Lord is at hand. If you don't know what that is, Google it. So next I'm uh, going to do the prayer of Jabez. Okay, excuse me. God the Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, bless me indeed. Expand my territory. Keep evil and the devil away from me and my family. Let your hand be with me always, and please don't ever let me cause anyone pain or harm. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And I'm just going to read Joel 2.28 in case some of our subscribers, uh, I just pulled it up, are not familiar with it real quickly. And it, yes, shall come to pa- the Lord. and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall see dreams, Dreams, your young men shall see visions. So that's Joel 2.28, which is yes, a, a pretty popular one. I'll tell you about the day of the Lord. Yes. So uh, you want to do um, some prayer requests? We want, I know we want to do Joe, um, your son. Yeah, uh, my son just to... called me this morning, and it made me cry. Now, <laughs> most of you guys know that he's in jail with, with uh, DUIs, and um, they have, there's, I think there's uh, 600 or 700 people in the jail, and there is no air conditioning. So people are, like, passing out sick, and they're taking people away because it's too hot, and he has, like, this little dinky fan in, in his, like, cell or whatever. And, uh, and you probably didn't mention the bed bugs. No, and then they threw uh, three or 400 uh, mattresses away, and they had the exterminator there at uh, the beginning of the week because they found bed bugs there. How horrible this is. Yeah. And he said that um, the place is overrun by, by uh, rodents, uh, mice that, that come in and steal, steal his food and stuff. I mean, how can you live like this? It's not living, it's just existing. No, so, no, and it made me cry. He goes, Mom, the place is filled with wild animals, and I really mean wild animals mice from outside stealing stuff and the birds were coming in because there were no screens and stealing his food all right let's uh let's again let's ask prayer for your mom and joe um let's thank everybody for their support we really need their support especially at this time 
I'm not mentioning names. Um, who, who no, and I know benefits. so many people, and they're so appreciative. And I, I just love you guys. Thank you so much for helping us when we ask. Thank you. I mean, uh, I mean just the comments that you tell me that you hear from people that get the support, um, you know, it just makes it worthwhile. So please keep up the support financially, spiritually. Um, anyway, um, even answering a comment for us, anything that you can do, the translations, we appreciate everything you do. And um, I just want to say hello to Michael. Michael, I mean, you're awesome. Thank you again for your support. Gene, I hope things get better. Uh, Linda, you're awesome. I mean, some of the comments um, that we get from some of our subscribers, Anna, I could go on. Fred, um, the list is long. Um, yeah, Nuno, um, in Portugal. Uh, Tim has a, an appointment coming up. Uh, Tim and his book grandma uh, need a prayer. And Patty. Patty is sick right now. All right. Well, let me sign off so I can upload this. And before I get sick, because I, if you look at me, um, I, I'm doing very poorly and I'm failing. So I like to get this off before the devil um, stops it. Okay? Five more. Right. I said my hip, I think it's bone on bone. I, I'm going to have to go to the doctor's. Right. Well, let me let me just sign off so I can try to get this up, okay? Because I I'm, I'm yes. sick right now. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. All right. We're going to be signing off, and we'll try to get this up today. Shalom. Yes. God bless you guys. We love you guys. Remember to like and share. Shalom. Glad to be here on God's Healer Seven, Take Two. Today is <laughs> it's interesting. It's December tenth, twenty twenty two. It's twelve ten, twenty twenty two, and the time is twelve ten. So I, I, yeah. So um, I'm here with Barbara, and um, and Barbara got the prophecy, and um, I am going to read the scriptures. So we're in Psalms um, chapter 30, verse 5, King James Version. For his anger endureth but a moment; in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joyeth cometh in the morning. You're up.
Joy comes in the morning, says the Lord. Whoa. Well, that's an edifier. You're not killing anybody in this one. No, I know. I usually get everybody becomes an ash and a, a flame on the ground. But thanks, Lord. We needed this. I needed it. Brother Dan needs it. All you guys out there needed it. Now, I'm doing prayer requests on the uh, Facebook page, Guys Hillary 7. But I'm seeing the same things, um, like I said, in most of the uh, the comments and so on, and, and with us. It's the same thing. I mean, I'm tired. I'm weary. I'm like, I'm worn down. <laughs> I know you guys are, too. Uh, Brother Dan? Uh, yes, um, I, I'm extremely worn down. This time last week, I was at the ER for the 15th time. So, yeah, I'm worn down, and we definitely need to hear this. So before you do the prayer to Jabez, I just want, because you just reminded me, um, not every month, but of the 11 months, except for last month, and this probably should have been in last month, we get seven videos a month. I counted them every month. So, except that cold? Except for two months, we had more. Now, last month, we had six. Yeah, and then they make up for it the next time. Well, we're running behind. We haven't had a video in um, a week, and some people are wondering if we're still around. We're still here. Um, we're still here being tortured like you guys. Yeah, I've been extremely um, sick, and um, I, re- I really need some prayer here. Um, I think I, we're narrowing down what's going on with me. Um, I don't have Lyme disease, and I don't want to get off the tangent, but really quickly, I, I have SIBO and SIBO, and if anybody on there has any experience with SIBO, especially the methane SIBO, if you could um, comment on this and uh, let me know what's going on, because I've been doing a lot of research. But that's enough of that, and um, I sent Barbara a link. And um, so we're going to do the prayer of Jabez, because that's more important to me. Yes, and then I want to thank um, Shana White. Gotcha. Okay, so let's do the prayer of Jabez again. I rearranged this uh, several years ago because I thought it was lovely uh, so I could I could pray it. Uh, God the Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, bless me indeed. Expand my territory. Keep evil and the devil away from me and my family. Let your hand be with me always, and please don't ever let me cause anyone harm or pain. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Uh, welcome all of our new friends and subscribers. Um, please make sure you subscribe and you hit the notification button. If you don't hear from us, just check in like Brother Dan said. We didn't have one for a couple, few days. Check in and see what's going on. We love you guys, and thank you for everything. Brother Dan? Um, yes, I, I see the comments all the time. Um, I know we're not in this alone. We're all in this together. And, um, you know, that's an edifying one, and sometimes we need it. And we need to have the faith and trust in him because he is the healer, and he has a plan for each one of us. We don't know what that plan is. And it's easy to say that, but I can say it because I'm suffering horribly right here and now. So, you know, just hang in there and um, trust in him and rebuke Satan. I mean, yeah, that's Barbara, what he's telling us to do. Rebuke the devil, and he will flee. You they say know that Jesus all the time. And they tremble at his name. Right. So anyway, you want to thank um, what's her name, Shauna? Yeah, Shauna, thank you so much. I got the supplements, and I got the fabulous massager. 
Thank yeah. you so much. It's so, so appreciated. You have no idea. And I got a whole bunch of uh, lovely Christmas cards. Thank you so much. Um, Jill, I don't know if I sent you uh, um, a thank you card because it could, my nurse couldn't find stuff. Um, but um, thank you for the lovely envelope of thanks. We love you guys. Thank you for always thinking of us. Uh, I just want to, and I, I do it um, every month, but I just want to take a minute to thank you, Michael. I know I do it, and it's, it's hard to put in words how much I really, and Barbara, we both appreciate your support and you make such a difference in our ministry. And um, I, I don't know if we would be here because, um, you know, things are tough and we're really struggling, and um, it's it's not easy, to say the least, at this point. No, I feel bad having to say we have more requests then we have funds, but that's the truth. Well, it's what's going on, and uh, it's not just us, it's everybody. It's just a really tough out, tough out there right now. So let's just um, just say hello to a few people. Uh, I want to say hello to um, Fred down in North Carolina. Um, thank you, Fred, for all your comments. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank um, the gentleman in Italy, again, who does the translations. Uh, we do appreciate that. Um, thank you, Gene, out in Missouri. Um, you're pretty awesome. Um, thank you, uh, Linda. Um, Linda, I don't know where you'd be without you. Um, and Bruce, um, thank you so much, too. Uh, you want to add any, a few more people? Because I know I, I'm missing a lot. Uh, my friend Patty, uh, my friend Timothy. Um, but please, uh, the main thing on, on the top of my list right here now is you need a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You must be born again to enter the kingdom. Now, in this prophecy that I read, he said we're at the last minutes. Yeah, well, oh, that just made my hair stand up, and I got the Holy Spirit all over me. Well, I mean, we have a number of videos out there, um, and, and I'll tell you some of the titles, and you'll remember them. The clock's ready to strike twelve. That's that's what the first thing that came in mind. I know we have several of them, but I mean, at any moment, he he says, "Be careful, he's or be watchful, he's coming like a thief in the night." So anytime he can possibly show up for you. Right. Nobody knows the um, time or hour. I mean, a lot no, of people and guess. No, don't watch and, those channels that are setting dates and telling you stuff that they know. Because nobody knows. I mean, and, you know, we don't know anything more than, than you guys do. And, no, so uh, make sure you're reading your Bible and um, researching things you don't understand. Right. Um, All right. Are we, are we forgetting anything? I love one. Oh, wait. Go on. <laughs> My proclamation. What proclamation? Oh, yeah. The proclamation I started on September 24th, 2022. The proclamation of the day of vengeance of our Lord is at hand, which makes my hair stand up because we know what the day of vengeance is. If you don't Google it and, and read it. That was it, Brother Dan. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think we're going to be signing off and... Um, Hopefully everybody has a good day, including you and me. And uh, hopefully I'll, I'll start feeling better. Um, I'm really struggling, and I hope to be in in about 10 days. So I guess we'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, I, I'm having a really difficult time right now. So um, you know, I know. I feel so bad. You're so sick. I, I am so sick. And, um, you know, I, the Lord gives you a touch and a healing touch and restoration on all of those inflammate, all those parts that are inflamed. I'll well, I, I think we're narrowing it down. I, I have another appointment, a follow-on with another gastro person on Monday, a new guy. And um, I, I think we're having a better idea what's going on. It has to do with SIBO. It has to do 
with my thyroid. And um, so it's not a Lyme thing or anything. It's, it looks like it's this. I got the, the, all the symptoms. So, again, I don't want to get off that, but if anybody knows any, I mean, has any input, I'll listen to it. I've tried just if about you everything. If please, please leave a comment and tell us how you did. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the bloating and the gas and the uncomfortableness, and um, it, it's horrible. And I'm trying to put the, the good flora back in. That's what I'm trying to do now, but it, it's causing a problem. And, um, you know, it's been going on now. I've been trying to do this since November 7th with the, with the good flora, and I, I don't see any improvement right now. So, so please pray for me that we find a way to fix this because I, I hope my job is not done. Joy yeah. comes in the morning. Right. Rebuke the devil and he will flee. Rebuke the sickness and despair and depression. Absolutely. All right. So God bless you guys. We love you. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. Yeah, sure love. Glad to be here on God's Healer 7, take two. Um, I'm here with Sister Barbara. Today is November 5th, 2022. And uh, I'll be reading the scripture, and Barbara will be reading the prophecy. So um, I'm going to be in Romans chapter 12, verse 19, King James Version. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. You're up. Okay, this is an important prophecy because basically <laughs> we got flattened twice trying to do it. <laughs> what else now, is I got new? This, um, starting at about 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, today is um, November, 5th. November 5th, 2022. And I was right in 2023 and stuff. Mm. Okay, now I kept hearing the same phrase over. That's usually how I know I'm getting a prophecy. Yep. So here we go. Speak to the unbelievers and backsliders. I heard that 20 times. Man has little time remaining. Look for the signs and the sun, moon, and stars. The days will be dark when there should be light. The wicked and evil doers will be in darkness. My children will be able to see because they are with me as light in the world. The heavens will be shut up. So it doesn't rain in these days. So I got the Holy Spirit. Wildfires will rage out of control all over the world. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Okay, now, I think this is the second prophecy of the last two. It ends with the the, um, phrase, vengeance is mine. Now, the Lord had me starting on September 24th, 2022, proclaiming the day of vengeance is at hand. Now, the other thing that um, I I noted when I was getting this prophecy, um, let's see, where is it? Uh, Let's see. Wildfires will rage out of control. Now, Brother Dan has uh, maybe one or two prophecies that say uh, something to the effect of the day of fire. 
And I kept on hearing that. That's what I kept on hearing, the day of fire, the day of fire. Well, there's sure enough fires going on throughout the earth. All right, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I, I'm missing here. All right, I think I'm good. I got the prophecy uh, done there. Um, just again, I want to say hi to everybody out there. If you didn't hear me yell, yell, hey, everybody. <laughs> well, okay, the, the part I want to comment on, and I'm sure you will, is not just the wildfires will wage out of control, the heavens will be shut up so it doesn't rain in these days. Is that, you think that, ha here's what I was going to ask you, you think that has to do with the two witnesses? That is the two witnesses. They yeah. have the power to shut up heaven so it doesn't rain. That's what I thought. I, that's what I got but, but out of that. Just, just you re reviewing that made my goosebumps from my head to my feet. Yes. I mean, we are so close to, to what's the word? Out of here? <laughs> the day of vengeance? Rapture? Whatever you want to believe in. Yes, that's true. And then I, I, I mentioned in the other <laughs> in the message that didn't work um, that I have um, two uh, uh, prophecies that I reposted on Facebook um, concerning asteroid strikes. Right. Now, I, didn't, I don't follow that news or anything. I didn't, and Brother Dan just told me there's some sort of a, uh, eclipse or something's going on. I don't know. Yeah, something with the moon, and I, I didn't get a chance to look it up, but somebody will will tell us. I don't yeah, know if it's a if it's um, that you know the, a blue moon or an orange moon or some something's going on. Kind of <laughs> no, I think you have in in wait maybe I have in um, one of our bigger uh, prophecy messages. I mean, bigger by lots of people. Seven. Um I have um, specific signs before the rapture. I think you have um, three, three signs, three signs uh, before I, I come or something right. like that. Yeah, one, I remember it was the, um, like a shooting arrow, and we thought it was like yeah, a meteor. Yeah, that was when, uh, what do you call, uh, th that something got flattened in Russia. What was it? The fireball hit something in Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember I don't the other sign. Was. Do you remember the other signs? I don't remember the th besides that one. That no, one. I don't. Well, maybe we need to um, put that link or something there to that that prophecy. Yeah, I'll post them on Facebook, and I'll try to stick it under the video. I don't know how, how good I'm going to be doing here at all today. Yeah. So I just want to, and usually I don't do this, but I'm going to do this because we got some time. Um, I'm going to go um, through the first part of this prophecy, and I, I, I'm not sure what this means, but maybe you do. The wicked and evil dealers will be in darkness. Well, of course they will be. My children will be no, able no. to... Here's what I got this. I got understanding of that. Um, you know, in um, in the plagues of Egypt, when um, they had the plague of darkness, I think it was three days. But the Israelites, they still had light, remember? So you, do you think this is going to be a, an actual physical darkness or is it spiritual darkness? No, I think this is an actual physical darkness because we're getting those plagues of Egypt back again. Yeah, I know both you and I got prophecies. Um, because he repeats himself, and he said that the plagues of Egypt, Egypt will yes, be repeated. He, said, um, he told me that uh, on another one I have, he said that just as in, in, um, in Egypt, uh, my people had light. Well, I got the Holy Spirit all over me saying that, yes. So, so if his, and then, the, okay, 
not his people will be in darkness. Isn't that how he says they'll be in darkness? He won't be able to see, but his people will be able to. Yeah, so I wasn't sure if it was spiritual darkness and they just didn't see or it was actually a physical darkness. You think it's well, actually it a physical. Well, it could be a combination of both of them because if you belong yeah. to him, you're going to be able to see. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So did so you... what I didn't mention on here was... Um, uh, to, to all of our friends and subscribers out there, hi, everybody new, um, that uh, if Brother Dan gets better enough to come back, <laughs> I hate to say it that way, to drive or fly so he's not sick, uh, we were going to go and try that, that live streaming so we could talk to you guys on there. Yeah. So let's just say a prayer that he gets better enough that he could drive or fly. Yes. I'm I'm working on it diligently, as you know. I know you're I know you're doing everything possible that you can. Right. So I'm hoping with this um, thing, this prescription, I'm going to get. So we'll see what happens. So did you um, proclaim? And I was I'm not sure the day of vengeance starting September. Uh, well, I mentioned this. Um, so you I need was, to proclaim uh, it. The, the notice by the Lord to proclaim starting September 24th, 2022. Uh, the day of vengeance of our Lord is at hand. We know that is not a good thing. And then the, these last two prophecies have that in the, in, in the prophecy. I know. I know that makes my hair stand up. Yeah. So ha- make sure you have an emergency plan. We know vengeance is not good. No, you're right. So I, I want to take the opportunity, or as we got a break here, um, to thank people for... Um, subscribing and listening to us and commenting and answering some of the comments that we can't get through, get to. Um, thank you for the financial support. Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Michael. Um, thank you, um, this, this, Anna. I mean, I could go on and on, but um, you get the drift. I mean, and whether you support us financially or spiritually or in our prayers, uh, it's all the same. Um, what we're here to do is we want to spread this word, and we want, we're want we firm believers in Acts um, 2.38. You want to add anything to that? Yes. Uh, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. Now, I, I see people, please tell me when you're getting baptized, then I feel like I'm doing my job. And I we, saw a few people wanting to get baptized or did get baptized. And we do um, read the comments, and we, um, we are praying for um, quite a few people, and you know, as bad as I have it and as bad as you have it, there is much more people yeah. that have it worse, and they're just yes, taking it, just getting that by. Uh, to our friend Ivo. Um, Ivo, uh, check your bank. Uh, we sent something to help you out. I know you had a problem last time. Uh, let us know if you got, got, got our gift. Uh, we love you, and we hope we were safe there. Yes, um, that was done. I mean, the beginning of the week, I did that. I know. He's in Romania. I know he was having a really rough time. I know. So, so those of you who help the ministry financially, this is what we do. We help people that we know in the ministry. Right. And we thank you so much for it. And we do thank you um, for the translations and the comments and all the support and the prayers that you give us. And um, we would not be here doing this after 10 years if it wasn't for you guys. So maybe before we sign off, you want to do one of your prayers? Yes, I want to do a prayer, and then I want to make sure everybody subscribes to our... We have new people, and welcome, and subscribe to the channel. And let me do the um, my, my remake of what I call the, the prayer of Jabez. I like that one. That's why I want you to do it. 
I know. I, I prayed that for years and years. God the Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, bless me indeed. Expand my territory. Keep evil and the devil away from me and my family. Let your hand be with me always, and please don't let me ever cause anyone harm or pain. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Mm. Please pour out a blessing on all of you children listening right now. All of you children, <laughs> excuse me, um, they're trying to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, pour out a, a health blessing on their family, a blessing on their marriage. Um, to me, the most important, a blessing on their children. Satan wants your kids. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So you could, you'll text me the title, and hopefully I have better luck uploading this than we had trying to do the first one. Yes, okay. All right. Shalom. All right. Thanks, guys. Guys, uh, be safe out there. We love you. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, welcome to the God's Holy Seven and Time Prophecy Channel. Um, I'm Sister Barbara, and I'm here today with the prophecy that I got on, let's see, December 25th, 2023. How's that? So um, join me in the King James Version Bible. Oh, it's lovely out there, too. It's all fog out there. It's so cool. Okay, King James Version Bible. We're going to be in the book of Matthew, excuse me, um, chapter 12. Um, let's skip down to uh, 14. Now, I just read this, and the Holy Spirit was on me. Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me. Of such is the kingdom of heaven. There's the Holy Spirit from head to foot. All right, let's see. And then he laid his hands on them and departed thence. That's as far as I'm going. You see how he prayed on them. So again, I got this on December 25th, 2023. Um, Let's see. I would call this um, probably Brother Dan's edifying one. So here we go. And it's fabulous. I am coming for you, child. Do not be in despair. I have counted every tear that fell. I heard every whisper and know your every thought. I did not leave you. Do not fear. I see your pain and suffering. I will never forsake you or leave you or leave your side. And I'd like to hear this again. I am coming for you, child. You belong to me. I am the Redeemer. Are your garments ready? You know what that means. I am a roaring lion. My words are a double-edged sword. I will smite the enemy with my words. I will remove you and bring you to me. Listen for my call. I have the Holy Spirit. Wow, I can fly out the window here. Listen to my call. Very soon it will be finished. Trust me. I am coming for you, child. There's the third one. How about that? I am ready to go. Yes, I know you guys are too. Praise God. So repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, you can read that, about that in the book of Acts, Acts 2.38. All right, let me see. Let's look at this again. When I heard I'm coming for you, child, I could have danced around here. Let's see. Every tear. No, we all have been suffering. We've all been in trials. Um, we've all had, like, I'm going to say all sorts of trials and uh, things come up 
It's like one thing after the other thrown in front of you so you can't do your job. I mean, I've had it. Brother Dan's had it. Everybody I know has had it. Let me see here. The Redeemer. Coming for you, child. Let's see. The words are like the double-edged sword. I'll smite the enemy with my words. Okay, and to me, the final thing is here. You have to trust him, and he says that. Trust me. Are you ready? I know I have more prophecies out there about uh, your, your wedding garments being ready and so on. Soon it will be finished. Trust me, I am coming for your child, for you child. We are his children. He corrects us. Uh, the Holy Spirit teaches us, uh, leads us and guides us and orders our footsteps. Look, I've got the Holy Spirit. Wow. So he's coming for us. Is he coming for you? Did you repent and turn from sin? This is, this is why I'm saying read your Bible. He says, soon it will be finished. What do you think he's talking about? <clears throat> this world. Soon it will be finished. Trust me, I am coming for you, child. I can't wait to go. So please, you don't know what sort of uh, destruction is coming. We're seeing that all over. Um, have an emergency plan. I say this on every video. Um, some food, extra food on hand, some spare cash. Um, a, a gas tank full of gas. What else? An alternate route out of town. Now, I didn't even have a chance today to look at the headlines, but I thought um, I saw something about there being a volcano somewhere. And what was the other thing? There were two things. I was like, what? I didn't see any of this anywhere. And then I also saw that they're taking some videos down, um, and I, I'm afraid to even say, say what it is cause, so they don't take this down. Something about, a, a, I'll just put a, a robot, how about I say it that way, a, ro a robot that went amok on its own. So that's as far as I'm saying. Because I saw some videos taken down over that. What else? I mean, we know we're going. I mean, every, every, whenever I take what you call um, prayer requests, I see the suffering. I do. And I spend how long praying for you guys. So, again, anywhere you want to leave a prayer request, under the videos, uh, Brother Dan goes through all the comments, and then and he alerts me to anything, that, you know, that we need to pray for. All right, let me see what else here. So, you know what? I forgot to do the prayer of Jabez uh, on the last video, so I'm going to do that now quickly. Um, God the Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, bless me indeed. Expand my territory. Keep evil and the devil away from my family. Let your hand be with me always, and please don't ever let me cause anyone harm or pain. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. All right, so we do have some prayer requests there. Um, I, before I start prayer requests, um, I want to thank everyone uh, for the support of the ministry, and I know things are hard, and I see the prices. Uh, thank you for financial uh, blessings. Very much appreciated by everyone. Uh, thank you for the translations, um, cards and gifts we get in the mail. Um, let's see. I like how I can't read my handwriting. Um, so on Facebook, again, same with the video. Please like and share. Get the notifications so you know what's going on and what's coming up. Um, Facebook's not showing it, so please, again, like and share. And what else? Um, did I cover everything? All right, I think I did. So we have some prayer requests. Um, of course, Brother Dan, he'll be home soon. Uh, my mom in the nursing home, 
Uh, my son Joe, he's like overwhelmed with thousands of appointments that he has to do running around all day long. Um, our friend uh, Jane, uh, my friend Patty, and my friend Tim, and hi Lexi out there, I hope you're doing okay. We love you. So I think I should sign off with that. Did I forget anything? I think I'm good. Uh, have a blessed and safe holiday coming up on New Year's. I'm just pleased if you're going anywhere, watch out for other people. Because I just saw in our newspaper here over the Christmas holiday, I mean, uh, it listed how many DUIs they picked up. And I think, that, I couldn't believe it, I think it was like 300 DUIs they got over uh, all of these towns and everything. Can you imagine that on Christmas? Now, I know a lady that I used to work with. Um, she was going to Christmas Eve dinner, and she got hit in a head-on collision by um, a drunk driver. She had to have her, her whole entire face completely reconstructed along with her teeth. It was horrible. I mean, can you imagine that? So please, be very careful. Look out for the other people drinking or texting and doing what they're not supposed to be doing on the phone. All right, so let's get out of here. Hopefully I can upload this without an issue. All right, so um, let me see. Did I forget anything? I think we're good. So, again, God bless you and be safe. Uh, make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. Um, we love all you guys. And I hope you have a, a blessed and safe New Year. I don't know, you know, when we'll be getting another prophecy out there. God bless and be safe. We love you guys. Praise the Lord, everyone. Uh, welcome to the God Solid 7 Anti Prophecy Channel. <clears throat> I'm Sister Barbara, and I'm here today. I'm going to be solo today. Uh, Brother Dan has a, a doctor appointment right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so join me in the King James Version Bible. Um, I prayed for the scripture for this prophecy. I got the prophecy first thing this morning. Excuse me. Um, today is October 31st, 2023. So I came over to the Bible, and of course I opened right to the page. How's that? So I'm in the book of Matthew, um, chapter 24, <clears throat> uh, verse 21. And I've been in here, like I said, a thousand times. It's all marked up. For then there shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world, to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Right, okay, I think that's as far as I'm going. Okay. Now, um, I'm perfectly fine, but don't laugh. I have my retainer in, so I kind of uh, have it like a little lisp. <laughs> I have braces twice, and I don't know if you guys out there know this, because I worked at a dental office for like 15 years. If you have braces, you always have to wear a retainer. Now, look at how old I am, and I still wear the retainer, because your teeth always want to go back to the original position that, they, that you were born with. So I had braces twice, when I was 14, and then when I worked at the dental office, the orthodontist, I think it was 40, uh, maybe 42. So again, I got this prophecy, um, <coughs> excuse me, first thing this morning, let me see, what time did I get up? I used to get up about 4.30, so then I was praying, and I was hearing uh, a few parts of it yesterday or the day before, so I knew I was going to get something. So again, October 31st, 2023. Um, I don't believe in Halloween, so I don't celebrate it or anything. Daughter, speak. 
gird your loins. Prepare for worldwide epic weather events. Snow, ice, wind, hail, flooding. The earth is groaning. A change is coming on earth and in heaven. Well, here's the Holy Spirit. Now, it might look a little brighter in here because the kids were here yesterday and they took all of my curtains down and washed them for me. Alright, let's see, here we go. A change is coming on earth and in heaven. You will bear witness to my majesty. Every knee will bow. Soon my two witnesses will be known by all. Time is racing to its end. As the world is engulfed in war, man continues to battle with each other for control. Man does not consider the Creator knows all, and it has been written in the scriptures. Evil will not prevail. The stage is being set for my return. Holy Spirit, wow. See the signs and understand I am coming like a thief in the night. Prepare your hearts. Whoa, how's that? So the Holy Spirit coming. So repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You can read about that in the book of Acts, Acts 2.38. Now I did mention there were a few comments here and there. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that Brother Dan and I, we were um, baptized, sprinkled as children. But the Lord was on me this one year. I want to say it was about 2007. Day and night, day and night. To get baptized um, underwater. So I'm like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. If, if I'm going to do this, you need, I mean, for about a whole year, I didn't know what I was doing, how I could get baptized underwater, and he kept on doing it and being on me like day and night. I said, if, I, if um, I'm going to get baptized underwater, you're going to have to make a way for this to happen. And the phone rang. <laughs> That's how it happened. So Brother Dad and I, first I went, and it was in September, um, let's see, it was about 50 degrees out, and I got baptized underwater in the neighbor's pool, um, let's see, by a pastor, I always uh, kind of left with this, this is cute, by a pastor that didn't have a, a license, and yes, I did get the baptism of the Holy Spirit after that, so it worked. So right after me, then Brother Dan did the same thing, only we were going to the Apostolic Church, and he got baptized in their, their pool downstairs. And we all were singing and dancing. I think I put some pictures up of that. I still have them in my phone. If I find them, I'll put them up. It's cute. Well, he won't think it's cute. <laughs> all right, so let's just look at this again. <clears throat> okay, what I kept on hearing over and over and over. Do I have my good glasses on? What am I doing here? <laughs> I have two pairs of glasses sitting here. Don't you love that? All right, so I kept on hearing over and over and over the part about uh, epic. I even Googled epic. It's like majestic, awesome. So I Googled the meaning of that. I kind of knew what it was already. Epic weather events. Snow, ice, wind, hail, flooding. Now, I already got the vibe about the winter uh, here in the Northeast. Now, two times that I had a, a bad vibe when um, I, we lived at the other house. And we, they predicted snow. The both times they were wrong. Because the both times, Brother Dan goes, well, what do you think? So I'm running around, get in the car, we're going to get a kerosene heater. I'm like, it's not going to be just a little snow. It's going to be lots of snow. We've got a blizzard. How's that? 
He goes, you have a good antenna. You picked it right up on that lizard. Yep. And the next thing that happened, it was a few years later, um, it was the same thing. I'm looking out the window. Usually when they predict snow, I usually make a great big pot of spaghetti, uh, spaghetti sauce and meatballs. But that's what I was doing. And looking out the window, and I'm thinking, hmm, I have that same feeling again. Yep, we got another blizzard right then. All right, so let's look at this again. Now, we have several prophecy messages out there about the two witnesses. Now, I know there's a few people out there claiming that they're the witnesses. But I prayed about it, you know, for, I want to say, several years, and I wasn't getting confirmation on the people that were claiming were the witnesses. So I didn't get a confirmation on that, so I didn't say nothing about it. Let's see. Uh, all right, the world is engulfed in war. We know that. Let's see, what else? Evil will not prevail. That's what you need to have encouragement and meditate on. No matter what you see going on, look at the Holy Spirit. No matter what you see going on on the news, I suggest you don't watch the news every day, especially don't let your kids watch it. Um, God wins in the end. How's that? Read your Bible. You should be reading it by now. You should have done a whole, um, what do you call, read on the Bible by now. Signs, uh, you'll understand them coming like a thief in the night. Prepare your hearts. So get your house in order. Um, you don't know what, what you're going to see based on this. Like I said, I had a bad vibe for northeast for, for uh, snow and, and ice and, and cold. Have an emergency plan. Um, have some spare food on hand. Have some cash on hand. Um, what else? An alternate route out of town in case something happens. Like I could see from here. I can see almost the street that I used to live on on the other side of the river. There is a church there, and I can see the steeple. Now, I remember with the, um, the flood in 2011, Brother Dan had to stay at the house because of looting, and I was like the last one over the bridge. So as soon as I got on the bridge, they took away all of those, um, what do you call or they put up all of those, what do they call them, horses? And I could see the, <laughs> here's me looking through the rear view mirror, and I'm like, oh, no. I can see the, the flooding water going right across the bridge where I just was. So have a plan. Don't be crying like a victim. I said this before. There won't be a power. Uh, there won't be a, 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 what didn't we have? We didn't have electric. You know what? The worst thing was, I never realized how dark it was without street lights. It was pitch black. No one had power. I couldn't believe how dark it was. I never saw it like that. I never saw the power out like that for how many days. It was pitch black, and then they had the uh, National Guard, the little tank. That's what I think I saw going up and down the street, making sure nothing was, you know, nothing was going on. So have a plan. All right, so I'm, I don't want to go off on a tangent. So here's my little note. So before I forget what I'm doing, okay, welcome all of my new friends and subscribers. Um... If you haven't checked out the playlist, um, I, I had a stroke several years ago, so I'm not supposed to actually be here, but God had other plans. So there is a, um, a playlist of miracle stroke recovery. I call it a miracle. I was blind, paralyzed, um, couldn't speak, couldn't walk, you name it, and I couldn't do it. So have hope. If you had a stroke, you will get improvement. Just keep on pleading uh, the blood of Jesus and uh, claiming your healing. All right, what else? 
So I want to thank everyone for the transcripts under the videos, uh, encouraging comments, and we'll see. And especially thank you everyone that helps the uh, ministry financially so we can help other people, especially now. Um, we're getting cold now. I had the air conditioner on yesterday, today of the heat. So it's getting cold now. We have homeless people that live here. I do help one of the homeless shelters around here. All right, so what else? Let's see here. Okay, prayer. Now, my friend Regina left a prayer, uh, prayer request up there on the page today. Uh, she's at the emergency room with walking difficulty. And I guess it's jammed there. So please pray for her. Uh, Brother Dan, again, still with tests and, and having things done. Uh, so he's in, like, horrible pain. Um, let's see. My friend Tim, uh, he has depression. And my friend Patty. Um, did I miss anybody? Um, I can't read my own writing, so yes, um, if you requested prayer, uh, we will pray for you, but I can't read my writing. All right, let me see what else. All right, I think that's good enough. But please don't give up praying. Don't stop. That's what the devil wants. Then he can creep into your life and into your family. The devil wants your children. I said this before. Why do you think they have this Halloween stuff going on and it's so evil? So if you don't know the um, the story or the background, look at the Holy Spirit coming. If you don't know the background on Halloween, I suggest that you Google it. Now, when I was a little girl, and this is like so bizarre, I hated going Halloweening. I wouldn't even go. They used to drag me. I knew that it was about this evil. I was afraid. I did not want to go. Basically, the Lord put it on me as a little girl not to go. I'm telling you, they used to carry me and drag me. <laughs> I didn't want, well, don't you want candy? No, I don't want to go. So, look up the, the background on Halloween. What else? Don't let your family get into all of that, uh, what, what do I want to say, occult stuff? The um, Those cards? The Ouija boards and all that? Throw it up. I think I mentioned on another um, video, when I was about eight years old, my mom's, one of my mom's friends that lived in another state in New York, whenever she came, she would bring me a present. So I was about eight years old, and I was all excited because I knew she was coming, and she always brought me something, and we, we were well-to-do, so we, we were on the poor side. So, um, now my dad was Pentecostal, so you know how that is. All right, so she comes, and she brings a game. So we opened the game up, and um, I, you know, I showed everybody in it, and we were looking at it, and I'm going to play it. No, I don't remember anything of my dad or him saying anything about it, but the game completely disappeared. <laughs> so I'm assuming that as soon as I either went to sleep or I left the room or whatever, the game was gone. Praise the Lord, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Godzilla 7 and Time Prophecy Channel. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm Sister Barbara. Uh, today is December 27, 2023, and I'm sharing a prophecy that I got on uh, December 24th, 2023. So join me in the King James Version Bible. I'm going to be in the book of Second Thessalonians. Uh, let's do chapter 2. Uh, let's see. Let's do verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Now you know who I'm talking about there. All right, so here we go. Now I do have another prophecy I got right after this one on Christmas Day. So again, I got this um, December 24th, 2023, 
And yes, uh, you would call it a doomer. <clears throat> um, here we go. Come to me. Take my yoke. Come. I am meek and gentle. I will give you rest. I have been calling you away from the world and to me. I have called you to repent and turn from sin. All right, here we go. The lawless one comes, the man of sin, the son of perdition, the antichrist, Satan. He will demand worship. Do not be deceived by this liar, children. He has been waiting for this time. He has been waiting for this moment, for this is his time on earth. You are the prize. He wants your soul. I am the truth. I am the only way. Come to me. This time ends. His time comes. Come to me and have life. Wow. How about that? That's definitely a hunger to have the Holy Spirit all over me. All right. So let's look at this again here. Um, before I start um, reviewing it, uh, let's uh, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. You will re receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, you can read about that in the book of Acts, Acts 2.38. Right, so let's look at this. All right, now I heard for two days straight about, uh, come to me, take my yoke. Come. Let me keep going. Now he, he's been calling you away from the world. You're supposed to be a separate people. That's what he says. Not worldly. See, I've called you to repent, turn from sin. All right, now this is the, what he called the doomer part. The lawless one comes, the man of sin, the son of perdition. We all know who this is, Antichrist, Satan. He will demand worship. Now, if you know your Bible and you should be reading it, you know what happens if you don't worship him. Do not be deceived by this liar, children. He has been waiting for this moment, for this time on earth. And it's written in the scripture, he will have his time, yes, and he better be prepared for what's coming. You are the prize. He wants your soul. I am the truth. I am the only way. Come to me. This time ends. His time comes. Well, how's that? That made my hair stand up. All right, so I just wanted to, um, uh, first of all, I want to say I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. And we love you guys, and thank you for everything you do for us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, um, we know that there's destruction coming, so you need to have a, I'm going to say, an emergency plan. Uh, what I normally say, uh, some extra food on hand, uh, some spare cash, in case things aren't working. What else? An alternate route out of town. Now, I'm seeing um, these, uh, these volcanoes erupting here and there, um, just the headlines of it. Now, I do have a prophecy saying that uh, the Lord was going to awaken the, um, all of the sleeping volcanoes and so on. Let's look at this more. Okay, he wants your soul. That is why he's after you constantly, day and night. This is what I'm saying. If you're feeling in despair and you feel like you can't, you're not moving forward and you can't move, the devil is after you. He wants you to quit. He wants you to give up. Yes, this is what he wants. He'll even whisper in your ear how the Lord doesn't love you and so on. That is not true. He's a liar. That's what it says here. All right, let's see. Do not be deceived by this liar, children. Read your Bible. Know your Bible. You should be reading it from front to back at this point now. At least one time you should be done. All right, come to me and have life. This is what he wants you to do. This is why you're supposed to be repenting daily. 
repent from any sins. Um, he needs, he's calling you. He's waiting for those last few people to come forward. Right, let me see. Um, before I forget, I just want to say, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Um, hit like and share. Also, uh, share to please your Facebook page because uh, YouTube isn't. Alright, let's see. In closing, the king is coming. Get your house in order. Get your heart in order. These are perilous times. He warns us about this over and over. You need to have a plan, and the plan is him. Alright, so before I start, start going up. Alright, so I think I'm going to close with that. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for the translations under the videos in the other languages. Um, thank you, everyone, that supports the ministry.